Hey, Barbie. Can I come to your house tonight? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by. So cool. Things have been happening that might be related. Cold shower falling off my roof. And my heels are on the ground. What do I have to do? You have to go to the real world. You can go back to your regular life, or you can know the truth about the universe. The choice is now yours. The first one, the high heel. You have to want to know, okay? Do it again. Closer, I am fine. I am I'm coming with you. Okay. What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Yeah, they're also staring at me. Barbie in the real world. That's impossible. If this got out, this could mean extremely weird things for our world. This would be catastrophic! We haven't played with Barbie since we were like five years old. Oh. No one rests until this doll is back in a box. Humans only have one ending. Get that for me! Ideas live forever. No, I won't let you do just one appendectomy. But I'm a man. But not a doctor. Can I talk to a doctor? You are talking to a doctor. Can I need a clicky pen? No. A sharp thing? No. There he is. Doctor! Somebody get security. It's Bobby Boots if you're still in doubt. Wow. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Pete, everyone. I've been so excited all day for this episode. <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a first. It is a first for, for the podcast. Show. We have never done a brand sparkling new movie still in, in theaters. theaters. This just you. came out last week. I'm telling you, listeners, you're in for a treat. My name is Pete, and I'm Scott, and, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay. Yes, it is a Barbie takeover. It is all pink. At Movies That Made Us Gay headquarters. We were talking about the Barbie movie with our friend Justin. Hey. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're very excited to have you. Thank you for being here. Barbie, directed Barbie. by Greta Gerwig, written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, released last week, July 21st, 2023. Pete. It's just called Barbie. It's, it's Barbie. Not the Barbie movie. It's just Barbie. I sometimes call it the Barbie movie. But I mean, everybody calls it. That's like if Barbie was made in the 90s, it would be called Barbie the Movie. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. But yeah, I mean, this is kind of like brand new territory, movies that made us gay. We have never done a movie this new. I, I think mean, that- this, this phenomenon of the Barbie oh, yeah. movie this weekend was like 
so crazy. It was so much it fun in L.A. Bi- yeah, it was bigger than anything that I we can had remember. To do it. Yeah, yeah, we had. We, yeah, come on, get out of here. And I mean, I don't know, listeners, if you're aware uh, of the Barbie situation at movies that made us gay headquarters, but we've been known to purchase a dollar two. I've talked about it a little bit yeah. on the show that yeah. I'm a. I mean, kind of a, a newbie doll collector. Yeah. I have a few. It's mainly just space and maybe money. If I like, oh, that's holding. If us back I had really getting in there. If I had like an endless income and sure. had the house with like in a complete room, yeah, I would be a crazy. I would be a crazy doll collector. Sure, hands down. Like Wayland Smithers. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, back home, I have an entire Barbie room. Like, oh, floor it. to ceiling, one whole wall. Just oh, I love it. Barbie still in their boxes. I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, we. I've purchased a few for you, Scott, for your birthday. And we're we're going to show them off. We'll we're going to show them off tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Listeners, we'll we'll have photographs on the uh, on the socials. Uh, unfortunately, this isn't a a, a, reco- a, a, a video. What have we filmed? Filmed this, video. This ain't on YouTube. It's not film or video anymore. It's not on YouTube. But we're going to have lots of pictures. But uh, including our. Uh, I mean, should we just name some of the ones that we have, or, or how did you want? To, how did you want to get into well, this? Well, we'll get into because we got some good ones. Yeah, we got some good ones. First, let's start the show of just sort of backgrounds with Barbies, sure. which is Barbie in general. Sure. We'll kind of work with Barbie in general, and then kind of slowly get into the movie. And also, we're going to be talking extensively about the movie. Yes, too. listeners, so, if you have not seen the Barbie movie, we strongly recommend that you watch it first. We are going to be talking about some. Maybe some plot points that weren't given away in the trailer. Um, which of the Barbies gets eaten? This is a no holds barb. <laughs> hey, episode. I like Listeners. no holds barb. Wow. Um, so yeah, when we get when we get to start talking about the movie, maybe you know hold off if you haven't seen it yet because uh, well, it's not going to be spoiler free, but it's not going to be spoiler heavy either. But uh, Justin, you have a Barbie room. Home. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Tell us so about your Barbies. So, I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> I was raised by a single mom, and she was a huge Barbie collector. Love it. So, she was constantly buying Barbies, collecting, like, even to this day, like, she still has all her holiday Barbies, <gasps> a Legally Blonde Barbie, like, it's insane. Did, sure. they, did they actually do a tie-in to Legally Blonde? Yeah, Legally was Blonde it, too. Was it through Mattel? Yeah, it was through Mattel. That's fierce. I don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, and I was so obsessed, like, I always wanted to open them, and she wouldn't let me. Oh. Um, but, I mean, I had a few of my own of course and then as I got older um I kind of obviously grew up and stopped playing with dolls but then I found my way back into doll collecting in college when I was thrifting okay and I found a spectra barbie and I don't know if y'all know about These, spectra oh my god you blew my mind <laughs> yeah well I do not remember we'll talk these. about them when we when we kind of show off all of our collection I, I do That's not so remember the, the spectra barbies but uh, they're Mind-blowing, first of all. They're yeah. insane. They're insane. <laughs> so I found one of those, and then I just started collecting again. And then before I knew it, it was right before I moved out to L.A., mm-hmm. um, I had a room full of dolls I love still it. in their boxes. I love yeah. it. And when you were little, like a small child, and you were like, I want a Barbie, would your mom, you had a single mom, you said, was she just like, sure, here's a Barbie? Actually, Or was so it very like, you can't have Barbie? The first person to buy me a doll was my aunt. Okay. And it was kind of like a joke. So, like, I was like three. Yeah. And she came home and she's like, oh, I bought Justin a toy. And I fell in love with it. And I took it everywhere yeah. with me. Um, and so <laughs> then um, 
I don't think my family was very pleased. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm from the South. <laughs> what? And they were like, uh-oh. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't really something that my mom was okay with it, but mm-hmm. other people in my family were like, he's a boy, he shouldn't be playing with dolls. Right. But my right. mom always bought me dolls. And it's funny because my mom was, like, really young. Yeah. And she, everybody would call her Barbie. Like, she had long blonde hair okay, and stuff. Okay. So, I don't all know. Right, it's funny. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm very kind of, not fascinated, but, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting with, like, little like little gay boys who just, like, wanted to play with dolls. Were you able to? I know, Scott, you had Barbies when you were a kid. I had Barbies, but it was because I had a sister. Sure. So, I feel like it was all of Nicole's Barbies that I would just play with. Okay. Kind of, I mean... I mean, that's always kind of, like, the struggle when you, you have, like, a little boy yeah. is... But if you guys were, like, leaving, leaving the house or whatever, going somewhere, and you, like, wanted to take a toy, would you grab a Barbie? And if you did, were they, like, that's not yours? No, not at all. Okay. I feel like if I wanted to bring the Barbie, I would probably just have brought it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And But did anybody in your family, like, your grandparents or your parents ever buy you specifically a Barbie? I remember my mom buying me the Ariel doll for Christmas. This was probably like 91. Yeah. And I remember thinking the Ariel doll was so beautiful. I mean, that's Disney, so kind of that's its own thing. But I mainly have memories of playing with my sister and my cousin Laura's dolls. Mm -hmm. Especially my cousin Laura because her mom bought her all of the really good ones. Okay. Like Totally Hair. um, I mean, any doll that you could do cool stuff with the hair, uh-huh. braid it, yeah. kind of, like, color it, yeah. like, color strips of it. 80s and the mm-hmm. 90s were the heyday of the gimmick Barbie. Like, every yes. Barbie did a different thing. It was usually with her hair or, like, with her outfit or something. And you had to, so you had to buy a brand new Barbie yeah, but to do I, whatever it did. I definitely remember that struggle of yeah. this is a toy that society says I should not be playing with. Right. But... Those Barbies were just so beautiful, and I wanted to play with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely had action figures like Ninja yeah. Turtles or Batman, yeah. but I always kind of gravitated to Barbie. And, and w- mm-hmm. in your like Batman figures, you also had, you had Catwoman and Poison yes, Ivy. Yes, I was all about, so you I was the, all about the girl characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same, right. same. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so in the early 80s, when I was growing up, I watched I watched He Man on television, and all my friends did. I don't feel like as like a six year old I was like peer pressured into watching He Man. I just really liked it, mm-hmm. um, and so I was all about He Man toys. But then also watching so much TV, you same. See I was going to say the commercials, mm-hmm. and there's little boys are playing with the He Man toys, and little girls are playing with the Barbies. I never really was like. I totally want this Barbie and I want to play with it. But my sister did have them. You know what I liked? I liked their hair. Yes. Mm. I first learned how to braid hair through a Barbie. Uh, yes. Yep. And I loved how it like how it moved underwater when I would like drown them and they're like hair would <laughs> move underwater and I loved that. But I never was like, I want that Barbie or like buy me that Barbie or whatever. But I did play with my sister's my little ponies. And I was with my, there was a very famous picture of me with the My Little Pony. There's a, yes, and, and the bird on your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played with my sister's My Little Ponies to the point where my grandma bought me a My Little Pony for Christmas, and I was mortified. I was like, oh, "This is a sure. mistake. This is for Amy. It's not for me." But you like, secretly wanted to play I with wanted, them. I wanted He Man's, and she's like, "No, you play with those." 
And I was like, yeah, I play with them, but they're Amy's. And, like, I have my own toys, and they have muscles. <laughs> so I was, I was confused. I was ungrateful. I'm very sorry about that moment in uh, Christmas history. Oh, I would have lost my damn mind I know. if I got on My Little Pony for Christmas. I know. I think I wanted a specific He-Man villain. That I probably got, but um, yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can accept this because it's clearly for ladies. I was also thinking of having a relationship with Barbies just through the commercials. Oh, yeah. When we got home from the movie the other night, yeah, I immediately put on a super cut of yeah. Barbie commercials from the eighties and nineties. Yeah, on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, hours. I, long. It's like I, it's <laughs> it, it's soothing. I can watch it for like two hours. Well, and especially back in the day, I grew up in like the heyday of the 90s Barbie mm-hmm. and the media, it was like constant commercials, yeah. like advertisement for Barbie. Oh, yeah. You go to McDonald's, it's like the Barbie toy or the Hot Wheel toy. Yeah. And yeah. like, I remember pulling up and my mom ordering a Happy Meal and they're like, is it for a girl or a boy? And I would look at her like, girl, get the girl, Barbie. get the Barbie toy. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated that. Yeah. Because I hated to be put in that position. Just say, right. like, give me the Barbie. It was so awkward. I want, I want the goddamn Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and those have, the, weren't the, a lot of those Happy Meal Barbies, like, they had hair, but you couldn't really move their bodies. You could, like, move their arms sometimes. I, yeah. They did have, like, a little bit of hair, but it was just... Like, <laughs> it was all about the plastic hair, because when there was real hair on the Barbie, it kind of looked a little, like, traction alopecia. They looked yeah. weird. They, looked, yeah, they were, they like, did. bald-headed, just mm-hmm. like a little... Stool. Well, and I'll be honest with you, I have one of those old pencil cases that I have a bunch of those Happy Meal Barbies still oh, in them to this it. day. Love it. And... Last time I was home, I was like looking through them, and the hair has disintegrated. Oh, like no. they're all bald now, <laughs> and I'm like, uh oh, oh no. <laughs> do I throw these away or do I keep them? What do I do? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I remember my mom um, had my sister in ballet when she was very little, um, and this is my older sister, and she kind of was just like not into it anymore, so she stopped doing ballet. But she had like these boxes that you'd put ballet shoes in. And my mom figured out that a Barbie was, like, the same size as, like, this slot for, like, a ballet slipper. So she used these ballet boxes as, like, little Barbie, like, carriers. And so you put, like, the dolls in the one side and then all the clothes and accessories in another. And she had, like, this little carry-on. Like, and I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah, that I is- was like, oh, that I like a carrying case. I loved, like accessories for toys like i had all my he-mans right and i would have a lot of them but it's like okay how do i get these from one place to another i need like a suitcase or like some i had one of those for ninja turtles tote bag or something Mm -hmm. i had one for star wars when it was re-released oh sure yeah yeah Yeah, it was like his head yeah yeah i had that so i I love that kind of so i remember (laughs) when we would go over to my grandma's house my grandma still had a lot of the toys of her kids, so my mom and my aunts and uncles, ah. and there were three girls in the family. Vintage and Barbies. They all grew up with Barbie. Love it. And there were some vintage Barbies, and there was some Barbie accessories. I remember there was a kitchen. <gasps> there was a kitchen. There was a carrying case. Was it cardboard? Was the kitchen or was no, it plastic? It was plastic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, your your mom and aunts are like seventies. It's early, like early. 70s. It's like the dream yeah. kitchen. Early seventies. Late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. Okay. And I always really liked whenever my mom would talk about growing up with her sisters of that they would play with Barbies and still to this day, famous family story with my mom and my aunt Julie, 
they could never agree on whose doll Midge was. And like they didn't day, want Midge? No. They both loved Midge oh. and both claimed that it was theirs. <laughs> and then somebody at one point scratched off Midge's freckles. Oh, no. And my mom is still pissed to this day. She's still salty about it. Yeah. Did you... Okay, what were the big friends of Barbie, like, in the in the 90s? you remember? Well, that was when Midge, Midge came out okay. and was pregnant. And everybody had yep. a fit. Okay. So. Who makes an appearance by Emerald Fennel in the movie. Yes. Okay, now, mm-hmm. I seem to remember there being, like, would the pregnancy get bigger? Were there stages? Or was it just the one? I think it was, it was just a magnet belly. Okay. Because I remember I had this friend. I was in, like, fifth or sixth Wild. grade. Uh-huh. And she had, like a ton of Barbies and one time she's like come look she's like look what I got and we went into her closet and she opened the box and it was the <laughs> pregnant midge I was like I have to see what it looks like because by that time like my family wasn't buying me dolls anymore sure and she showed me and it was just like you pop the belly off and the just, baby's in there oh my god wow <laughs> a little weird <laughs> And then did she have, like, a flat stomach to cover yes, it so that she, she could be the mom? She did. And, oh you know, honestly, that line was, like, the happy family line. To this day, if you ever <laughs> find those out, get it. Like, okay. if you find it in a thrift store. Sure. Because they go for hundreds on eBay. Because uh, it was an entire line. They had, like, grandpa, grandma. Okay. They had, like, a fancy kitchen. It okay. was, like, insane. So, all right. So, I remember in the 90s, um, my mom, who also grew up in the early 70s, mm-hmm. um, by the time... The 90s came around and she was an adult. And I think she was just kind of like like looking for stuff to do. And like the internet was kind of starting up. And she discovered eBay. And she was like, what is this? And my younger brothers were very into Beanie Babies. Do you remember Rosie was super into And Rosie eBay? was super into eBay. Mm-hmm. And so my mom, housewife, was like, she started going on eBay to look at Beanie Babies for the boys and she discovered that they were selling, like, these vintage Barbies. And then she discovered that there were, like, reproductions of her Barbies. And she bought Solo in the Spotlight Barbie, the, like, re-release, probably, like, 25th anniversary or something in the 90s. And it was the black-haired doll, the brunette. And she had the high ponytail and the little curly bangs and the blue eyes looking off to the side. And I thought that that doll was so beautiful. I was just like, ah, uh, stun like Stenosha. Are you familiar with Solo in the Spotlight, Barbie? I am, yes. The dress, the black mm-hmm. dress. Mm-hmm. And like the little, does she have like a, like a pink? Oh, sure. Like, I um, have a collectible It's plate. one of the and, looks yeah. that, um, <laughs> it's one of the looks that Margot did. Margot wore it to a premiere. Her. She did. Sure. She, mm-hmm. with, with the blonde hair. Because she, yeah. you could get it in the, in the blonde or the brunette. That's what was so much and fun about the press tours that Margot did a lot of the iconic looks yes. for the big red carpets. Absolutely. That's so much fun. Yes. You couldn't get that with any movie besides Barbie, <laughs> too. No. Yeah, yeah. She um, really gave it her all with that press tour. Like, and did. thank God they did that right before the strike. Because right, yeah. We got that so timing. much yeah. in such a small Oh, they had to have yeah, that cast that little hustle because yeah. I'm sure Warner knew that strike was coming. Yeah. So they had them on every single talk show, yeah. every single YouTube channel, hustling this damn Barbie movie there's before the shutdown. There's a lot. Yep. Yeah. There's just round tables of them playing with Barbies and talking about, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I specifically remember when my mom got her soul in the spotlight and was, the box was red and she didn't take it out. And I was just like, Fast. I was a teenager at this point. I was in high school, and I was like, "Fast!" And I thought she looked like Debbie Mazar. I was like, oh, "Debbie Mazar does like, have a very Barbie like look, Debbie especially Mazar. early Barbie." Yeah, 
With the yep. with the little bangs, the Betty bangs, and the high ponytail, and the blue blue eyes. Debbie kind of has the same eyes too. Yeah, the blue mm-hmm. eyes. It's crazy. Um, so I was like, okay, this is fucking cool. So then my mom started doing a little bit of like light collecting, and then she would just kind of buy them and resell them, and she got bored of it. Um, but I, I'll never forget that solo in the spotlight Barbie, and it just kind of I just became kind of fascinated with like early Barbie and like the evolution of how she looked and how it's kind of like a little bit more sexy the early ones look and like the black and white bathing suit you know like those very very early ones um and then just how that 80s fit i always remember it as just like one kind of standard i guess stereotypical barbie face but like really all through the 80s and 90s there's so many faces there's yeah. a lot of faces mm-hmm. barbie got a lot of faceless yeah yeah she did um mm-hmm. and i love that like with I think in the late nineties when they is when they really started capitalizing on the fact that like okay, kids are buying you know, parents are buying Barbies for their daughters and, and, and maybe their little gay sons to play with. But also now adults who grew up on They're Barbie remembering their childhood have money and they want to collect to buy yep. these. And so they started doing these special edition Barbies. Bob Mackie the did Bob, the line of Barbie. I can't remember if Bob Mackie did it in the eighties or the nineties. Both. Both. Both, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love a good like celebrity doll, the share doll. Whenever I'm at a thrift I mean, store or yeah. like a a flea market or something, I'll always look for the share doll. Yeah, because well, she's a lot of money. We also had Carol Spencer, who was designing a lot of the dolls for like several decades. Oh, yes. and they were okay. gorgeous. I mean, she was so big on detail. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. and she's like an icon herself. Like, if you've ever seen pictures of her and how she dressed. Like, okay, yes, yes, yes. This is okay. So. Uh, I mean, there's the uh, the what the hell is it called? The toys that made us on Netflix. Carol Spencer has some really fun interviews on that. I'm telling you that, l- mm-hmm. listeners, the toys that made us. I watched on it today. Netflix. The Barbie episode is fascinating, and they tell you shit that like all that stuff that people would kind of give Barbie shit for of like. A real woman with Barbie's proportions would they like, wouldn't have that long a neck. She be could able be able to, to stand up. Yeah, all that stuff. She kind of tells you why she's built that way. Like, you know, because you can't miniaturize, like, fabric and how it folds on the neck and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And so that's why her neck is so long. All that shit's really fascinating. But I loved when they started doing, you know, these commemorative – and there's – there's a Barbie for everything, right? There's, like, Wizard of Oz Barbie and, like, I Love Lucy and, you know, Gone with the Wind and all all these different kinds of Barbies. And – there was a certain point where it was Barbie and Ken just kind of like in cosplay. I have one of those. Like our, we have our Star Trek Barbies here. When we in a few uh, moments, I'll get out yeah. one of ours that I have. Yeah, Captain mm-hmm. Kirk and White Uhura. But it's just she's is she just kind of Enterprise employee? I think she's. Does just, she just work on the Enterprise? What do you think she does? She's Yeoman Barbie, is what she is. Okay. She is. Uh, she's an enlisted officer. She's not in uh, Starfleet personnel, but she does work on the Enterprise, and she has uh, a little. In the original series, they would have these little like um, clipboards, and Captain Kirk would sign them. Uh, but essentially, it's Barbie and Ken in costume, right? And the one that we have that we love is. Okay, so I'll, I'll kind of give you, I'll, I'll show you some of my collection here. <laughs> that we've gotten these just throughout the year. I feel like the pandemic was really a time when yeah. I was making a little 
more extra money at work and I didn't have anywhere to spend it. So <laughs> we would buy Barbies sometimes. So this is kind of what we have collected through the years. I mean, goat right uh, here. Yep. We totally hair Barbie. Yeah. I remember when my sister and my cousin got this. I mean, this is the best-selling Barbie belt of all time. If you grew up in the 90s, you remember Totally Hair Barbie. So our Totally Hair Barbie is a 25th anniversary reproduction. So I Googled today on eBay how much this is going for. Oh, Mama, this is like $200 on eBay. The reproduction? The reproduction. Oh, my gosh. I have that, too. All yep. right. I was going to take her out during the pandemic. Yeah. And today I was just like, okay, if she's going for like 20 bucks, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, yeah, lo and behold, I did... I did a Google search of it, like one fifty two hundred. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have the dress of the original totally, totally hair part. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That this like Poochie. Yeah, this, so like Poochie inspired dress. So my cousin Laura was a brunette, and she would always get Teresa. So yeah. I remember she had the Teresa one of totally hair. She had totally hair Teresa. So I have the totally hair Ken, the original, still in the box back home. Uh-huh. And then I have the reproduction that you have. And then I have the dress of the original because some girl at church brought her Barbies over one time when I was little. And she was older than me. So she'd got like the early 90 dolls. Okay. And then she left them and I kept them. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> as you would. I love that Totally Hair Barbie has this like coil situation back here that yes. would wrap around the hair to like make yes. different shapes mm-hmm. and designs that was like wire in it so it, it was like bendable and just the hair is crimped she has yeah. that cute little i mean it's kind of like a 60s go-go dress yeah, yeah. it's this poochie print it's super short and it's got a cowl neck much like my my prized possession uhura um, to, I think Carol right. Spencer, I think she designed the yeah, original. I think okay. so. Mm-hmm. I saw in an interview one time, she said that if she ever needed inspiration, she would go to Rodeo Drive <gasps> and see what women were wearing. Oh my God. And then she'd go back and, and draw it up. Do you think that she saw somebody walking down Rodeo <laughs> Drive I don't know, in, in a, a dress poo- like in this? A dress. Can you imagine mm-hmm. some oh woman God. is out there and she doesn't even know she's inspired? So, uh, the bangs on this Barbie inside this box are fine. They're Barbie bangs. They're a little sad. When you look at this psycho on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and you got and you got a little bottle of depth oh, yeah. dep hair gels yeah. that you can gel them. I don't think the reproduction came with depth hair gel. I don't think she's I in don't there. Probably not. Yeah. So totally hair Ken had mm-hmm. real hair. Yeah, and he oh. has the gel and his face oh. is super shiny now. Oh. So I don't know if like the box has like a tear in it. Well, I, but oh, well, I think that there's okay. just something about okay. that plastic that probably yeah. doesn't quite sit well on the mold of Ken's. Yeah. Too. Real hair on Ken, very hit or miss. Some <laughs> of the new Ken's, they do a really good job with it, but Ken usually looks crazy with hair. With yeah. with yeah. real hair. He does. You're right. So, um, what else do I got here? I have I remember for my birthday a few years yes. ago, Pete got me totally hair Barbie. And Malibu Barbie. Yes. I was so... Damn. I was she so excited when you got me this. So that doll is so pretty. Tan. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And, I mean, this she is... She is tan This mom. is a really famous collector's doll because, I mean, for Barbie history, it's the first time Barbie was looking straight forward. And she wasn't looking off to the side. Mm. She's like, my eyes are up here. Or, my eyes are up here, <laughs> guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like her. I like the color of her bathing suit. I like her little towel that she comes with. Her little sunglasses her on, little her, sunglasses on her head. Her little sunglasses perched on her head. Yeah, okay. This is kind of the face. Oh, no. I think totally hair is kind of the face that I remember. That's a really good too. reproduction, though. Like, I Isn't love it? the face. Yeah. I had to take her out. Just because pretty much she was almost out of the box. Yeah. So I just... 
I just clipped the little plastic things in the back. And she had to come out. Oh my god! And these like these like torpedo boobs on her in mm-hmm. this like in this bathing suit. I mean, who is going to the beach in that little turquoise boat neck bathing suit? <laughs> and the legs, they're rubber, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I miss I miss when they made them with rubber. And you could click the knees. Yes, I loved clicking the knees on the. <laughs> okay, and if you clicked them too far, it would pop out the back. Yeah. Okay, so for the next one, <laughs> I thought that I gave this one away in the move. I was convinced that we had parted ways, but oh, I got the Rosie O'Donnell friend, <laughs> friend of Barbie. Of Barbie. <laughs> because I would go home every day after school and watch Rosie Bro. O'Donnell. Yeah. How did I? I think that my sister bought me this Barbie like a few years ago. I think that they just saw it in a secondhand store. And, they and they're like, that's funny. hilarious. We should buy that for Scott and send it to him. Sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love I her. See, I see her often at the thrift store, okay. usually nude. Nah. And it was really interesting because I feel like that was one of the first times Barbie had a different body size. Yes. Yeah, okay. And yeah, I remember yeah. Rosie was very adamant about that because I think that they gave her some prototype that was sort of traditional Barbie proportions and she had to have them redo it Wow, to look more like her. Mm-hmm. Well, I've watched some of the reruns of the Rosie O'Donnell. Well, reruns. I watched them on YouTube. And uh, she really was obsessed with Barbie. Like, she used to give out some of her original Barbies to guests. That's Like, when they came to visit. They used to have a little segment where they would um, do little uh, sketches with Barbie. With with her Barbie. Like, she would be, like, decoupaging something. First of all, look at the back on Malibu Barbie's bathing suit. Yeah, she's not playing. I mean, (laughs) she Mm -hmm. is not playing around. And there's also a uh, Malibu Sun... I think this is part of the reproduction. I don't believe that the sunblock came with the original. Sure. <laughs> no, I think they were like, get tan, bitch. Well, did you know that at some point they made Barbies? I think it was in the 70s that, that had so... tan lines. Oh so when you God. took their bathing suits off, wow. they were pale. I love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, so we were mentioning before of Barbie and Ken cosplaying. We had Scully and Mulder. From the X-Files. They're a little oh. dusty. They're, they're dusty. They're, they're a little dusty. I love... Barbie Scully. She looks like she's going to Comic-Con. And that hair mm-hmm. is oh, shellacked, bitch. Shellacked. She, you can put her on the roof of your that car is not and moving. that hair is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is when they were just like, it's X-Files Barbie and Ken, but it's like, it's literally Barbie and Ken. Yeah, there's not a sculpt of Gillian Anderson. No. It's Barbie's face. Like nowadays when they do it, much like my Star Trek Uhura doll, she is Nichelle Nichols, like mm-hmm. house... Damn. I kind of like it's Barbie and Ken dressing up. Like, yeah, they're huge fans of the show. Yeah. yeah. They're going to the convention. <laughs> they needed to match. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. They've done, like, James Bond, like, mm. sets. And it's, like, obviously Barbie. It's not, like, the character sure. in the movie. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, like, also in the 90s when they did, like, well, I, don't, I guess the Wizard of Oz ones are Barbies, aren't they? I think Dorothy is, yeah. but, um, well, no, because in Scarecrow's face, you can tell it's Ken. It's Ken, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you okay. can tell it's Ken. Okay. But, you know, that is not Ken. That's not Ken, yeah. Not quite. But it's not David it's not, Duchovny. It, it's not quite Fox Mulder. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, maybe it's... A, they come with little badges, too. I, I, think, that I, I think that I have well, a they have the, something. Well, they have this one, they have and then they have the, the pocket yep, one. Yeah, they have yeah. the pocket one. Yeah, who is this man? I... I'm sorry to this man, but <laughs> that is, it's not Ken, but it's sure as hell is not David Duchovny. So I was so excited in the movie that they had 
Earring Magic Ken. Yeah. I bought Earring Magic Ken during the pandemic. We did. That was an eBay purchase. He is a very famous doll because he is known on the street as Gay Ken. That mesh and top. When you that look mesh, at that mesh when you top. look at this Ken doll, it is gay Ken. What is what is the hair colors that you like? I think it's like highlights. <laughs> the hair is like highlights. He is wearing a mesh top and a faux leather vest. I think the jeans are really cool. Yeah, yeah. the nineties like jeans yeah. are kind of a serve yeah. and very Lo- famously loafers. has a little necklace of okay. a ring. All right. Okay. All right. So we know the real reason is for the earrings. The earrings that it came with. I love Barbie and Teresa's earring magic look. I think they're so fierce. They are. Barbie yeah. has that has that plastic little skirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks like a pleather or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Margot Robbie, didn't she wear that at one of the press tours, the pink one? I think she Oh, I yeah. think so, yeah. Yeah. See, she was giving us everything. She <laughs> She was, but I feel like the the filmmakers, and we will talk about this movie eventually, listeners. Earring Magic Ken, his necklace just said it was just said Barbie. It wasn't the ring. Do you know what it was? It was, was I it? think that it was the it's earrings. The it was yeah. the earrings that come with the set because yeah. they have little clip on earrings that yeah. come in the box. It was that. He was even a little tan. Yes. Yeah. I think he had just got back from San Francisco. <laughs> he just got back from Sugar Daddy's yeah. Ken's Palm Beach house. That shit was wild. Sugar Daddy Ken. I, I looked mean, up Palm Beach that's, Ken. That's Do real. you know about like Palm Beach Ken? I knew he, he was, was like a special. A collector, right? He was like a special edition Barbie from the two thousands, and um, yeah, pretty much Sugar Daddy Ken, like yeah. it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very interesting because I did. I didn't know about him. I remember them making a Palm Beach. Or Palm Springs Barbie, because I remember she was, like, really expensive. So I guess he was when they did that. But oh. until I saw the movie, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Okay. They kind of have the same face, these two Kens. Kind of. I don't know. This hair, though, I'm sorry. I don't know what is going on with yeah, this. Yeah, it's a little like, crazy. Yeah. So um, when Donna Justice came out, I bought, I bought the Batman. Batfleck. I bought the Batfleck Barbie. I really wanted the Wonder Woman... But I'm kind of glad that I didn't get it. I mean, <laughs> in retrospect, I probably would have pondered. Yeah. The Gal Gadot. But yeah, but I bought, I bought pr- Batman. He has printed printed clothes. He does. Mm-hmm. But when you take his little Batman mask off, it looks like Ben Affleck yeah. under there. They gave him a, crazy. They gave him a sculpt like Ben. Yeah. I should have got the Henry Cavill one. Well. Mm-hmm. I, don't judge me, but I have the Amber Heard. <laughs> okay. All right. Did. The Amber Heard <laughs> yeah. one's probably pretty fierce, though. Mm-hmm. I don't tell many people, but I still have her because I, th- I thought she was really pretty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she, was a good, she had a good face. Okay, Pete. <laughs> yes. Do you remember also during the this pandemic when we did an Instagram post of me? <gasps> so this is the um, what are the, Color Magic color, Barbie. Color this reveal. is one of the, col- this color is one of the Color Reveal Barbies. Yeah. I thought that idea was so cool when I saw that. It was great. That you put them... In water, and you find out what doll you got. They're all one color. They're all like this purple lavender color. And you dip the entire Barbie in the tube that she came in filled with warm water. It was so much fun. And, I mean, the best thing about this Barbie, Scott. Oh, hold on. Take that damn wig off her head. She, she comes with a wig. <laughs> <laughs> her hair is sculpted. Her hair is sculpted. And it's a fierce little haircut. This cute it little is. pixie cut. <laughs> On her, I love that but she comes cut. with a, with like a bachelorette 
wig. Yeah. Like she's on the way to Barbie's bachelorette She's wigging party. out mm-hmm. in, this, in this crazy wig. And also, can we talk about her taco dress? The taco dress is pretty fierce. Look at these little platforms. <laughs> I remember when we got this doll, we died at the platforms. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's a, a high heel and a big old platform in the front, and they just look super, like I don't know, just it's just super draggy, and mm-hmm. I love them. And I'm going to try to put, um, color reveal Barbie's wig on earring magic Ken. Oh, and see if this works. His head might be bigger though. Oh, oh no, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> looks even better, <laughs> sir. Oh my god, can. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> Those wigs, though. I mean, you can see the plastic in the front. Yeah, it's not quite a lace front. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a hard front. You got to do some, some. You got to do some teasing with color that. Reveal, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Some yeah, when those, reveal zhuzhing. when those came out, a lot of collectors were like cutting the plastic off the front. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because it's it like a so... little plastic headband. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, and then just do a little. A little sandpaper magic. And Mattel was, I think Mattel was really going through it during this phase because like the painted on taco. Yes. I do not like, I do not like the painted on clothes. So the thing, the thing with the color reveal Barbies was that there was each, each series had like four or five and there were different themes. And the first series was food themed. So there was like a donut Barbie, taco Barbie. Like, I think there was like pizza Mm -hmm. or like cupcakes or something. And so we, and you know, the skirt matched their little top. I think that it's, <laughs> it, it, it's one thing that there's painted on clothes for this Barbie, but there are newer Barbies from the past like five years that the clothes are built in and I hate it. Right, yeah. I hate the mermaids with the plastic tails. Yes. I hate it. Yeah. So I think like from what I've heard, the argument is, is that kids are rough on toys and they break right. easily and stuff like that. And I'm like, but when we were kids, we took care of our <laughs> toys. Like, they we were, were able to we have real fabrics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. Yeah. And then I have a couple of the fashionista dolls. I have the blonde Barbie that has kind of the, like, she has some hips. She's like, yeah, she's figure. the curvy. She's yeah. kind of curvy. And then I remember I bought Barista Ken. Oh. I like Barista with Ken man with, the, bun. with the bun. I'm surprised that none of the Kens in the movie had, had a man bun. A man bun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking for Barista Ken somewhere, and he might be in there in the background, but I did not see But Barista this Ken, Ken definitely, he works at um, some Silver Lake coffee shop. Yeah, it's not a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. He's got the, like, the denim apron, but it's also an apron that's painted on like a shirt. Yeah, like, painted yeah. on. Clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it the should hell? be a separate. It should be a separate. Uh, well, I was really look. excited for this yep. one, the curvy girl, because uh-huh. she was one of the first. Yeah. But look at her top; it's supposed to be a denim like vest, and it's painted oh, on. Okay. Very ho down, throw down. Yeah, I'm not happy. no, she I got never that. Even noticed she that. got that at Ross, and she's wearing a sensible flat dress mm-hmm. for less. She, I'm she, she is wearing flats. She's wearing a ballet flat. Yeah, it's like maybe like a little kitty cat heel. Kitten heel, but like it's a it's and a the bell that bell, uh-uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all it's almost like it's given the illusion that it wraps around a couple times, but it's just yeah. one piece. And you know, with these newer dolls, I think us out. what we love so much about the old Barbies is there was so much hair. Yeah, like yeah. this hair. Yeah, you pull two. No. She has like three yeah. three strands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What is that's what Morgan McMichael says about Tatiana's? <laughs> it's like Brittany Wig, three strands of hair. That. All right. So rounding out my collection, we got to talk about Ocean King Ken. <laughs> I mean, Ocean <laughs> King Ken is gay rights, <laughs> gay pride. So I believe that Ocean King Ken was a. It was submitted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, you could vote. vote. You could yeah. vote on yeah. it. Yeah. Ocean King Ken won. I remember seeing the drawings of Ocean King Ken and just being like, I'm getting that. I'm getting that Ken. Yeah. You're I'm getting like, it. I don't care the price. Yep. <laughs> Money and I was no there <laughs> opening day when you could buy him online. Wow. I voted like for midnight. him. I had to. I paid a lot of money for him. I don't really want to say how much I money mean, I we, paid we for him. Paid, you know, like market price, just whatever he costs. He was like, over $100. Yeah, well, that's how much, but, that's how much they cost. Worth and it. he's worth more and now. It took, he is worth more now. And it took oh, yeah. like five months for it to ship. So it did take a long time. I bought it in like yeah. October and yeah. I think I got it in March or something. Yeah, yeah. Um he had to come out of the box too of yeah. that. I spent a lot of money on him. He's going on the stand. Well, his hair looks better than Barbie's. <laughs> <laughs> I like he's got the like half ponytail situation and then I like the way just the kind of volume up top. Like I, yeah, it's good hair. I love it. And he's wearing a harness. He's wearing a little gold <laughs> seashell harness. He's wearing a harness. We have yet to... We, I don't think we should take this tail off ever. No. Because I don't think we'll be able to get it back no. on. <laughs> it is going to be like Ross Geller after he took those leather pants off. I don't think this is coming back I mean, on. we watched that, that mermaid documentary on Netflix and how much work oh it took gosh. them to get in their tails. Listeners. Watch the mermaid it's documentary. Not, it's not coming off, Ken. It's so His good. tail is so beautiful. That it like is. iridescent... There's so much detail. Color to it. Yeah, and I love the color scheme of this, like... I feel like we're on, we're on the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> <laughs> this, this beautiful Ocean King Ken. No, he's great. Well, I mean, they actually put some work into this doll. Like, it looks really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, his face looks like he got a little um, Botox... Maybe some... There's uh, some filler. Some just filler. Just light, just, bo- just light Botox just in the cheeks. To, uh, you, know. you know, worked out that jawline mm-hmm. with some filler. But, um, you know, he's good. We like him. All right, Justin, what did you bring? Okay, so I brought I Moving funny. Grooving Teresa. <laughs> this is one of those gimmick dolls from the 90s. This okay. is when I was, like, probably around, like, four um, but she walks on her own, supposedly. She, she, she kind doesn't. of power walks. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> they say she does. She doesn't. She's still in her box, but one of the gimmicky things oh with her was you could stamp her shoes, <gasps> and as she walked, oh, she wow. left a trail of, like, stars. <laughs> I mean, they did something <laughs> similar with, the, with the country Barbie, that it was a stamp. Yes. On like the spurs. That, yeah. that, Barbie is a, that Barbie is a serve. She's yes. beautiful. Oh okay. my gosh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Moving, grooving, Teresa, the entire side, one half of her box is hair. Yes. Yep. Like, that is hair. Yeah. I and appreciate that. That was the thing back then is, like, they were really big on the hair. And I remember, yeah. the f- like, the first time I cut my Barbie's hair, I was probably, like, three. <laughs> and then I was talking to my mom about it. And she's like, well, it's not going to grow back. And I was like, it's not going to grow back? What? <laughs> Like, I panicked. That was how I found out that Barbie's hair. I would never cut like, Ever. I did, because I thought I knew better than Mattel at the time. Um, but yeah, in her dress, it's very, like, kind of, like, mod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love the color scheme together. 
And you know, it always, I shouldn't have watched this when I was so little, but I had watched Pretty Woman. And <laughs> it looks a little, dress, it looks like a little the, bit like Vivian's dress yeah, at the on, beginning of the movie. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, because it's, it's got the mm-hmm. cutout yeah. in, the, in the center. Yeah. So what I would do is, I used to have one that was open. This one is unopened, listeners. But uh, <laughs> I used to take that top off okay. and she would wear the dress with no shirt underneath. Because we wanted her to look like Vivian. Yes. Okay. When we were five. I love <laughs> But yeah, so I brought Moving Groove and Teresa. And, and Moving Groove and Teresa comes with two additional pairs of shoes. Uh, aside from the shoes she's wearing. Yeah. I love this. Like, yeah, they're like boots. This is a whole it's like, a whole look set. I, it's so great. Yeah, and I think, like, especially back then, like y'all were saying, there were so many accessories. Yeah. Like, you didn't just get the doll. Yeah. Like, you got an extra jacket, yeah, maybe yeah. another skirt. Um, so yeah, she was... And honestly, I remember so vividly walking down the Barbie aisle and it just being pink like this, oh, like yeah. this the whole pink. aisle was like, that. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, all the boxes were pink. They, they had really good boxes back then. Yeah. yeah. Really. I, I used to love when they had the boxes. Okay. And then the next one I brought was a general Mills exclusive. Oh my God. The cereal. Yeah. So you, <laughs> did could, you have to save for it? Yes, you did, which I did not I uh, got this from a secondhand deal, okay. but, but yeah, you used to like save box tops and send them in. Oh and look, gosh. I can actually open her. Okay. Look how <gasps> Oh, my God. Look how pale. Uh, <laughs> bitch, Listeners, her hair is white. This is the most <laughs> adorable doll I have ever seen. It's like a winter look, and it's like a coat. And there's kind of like a pink jacket and little dress. It's like a, yeah, it's like a coat. It's a coat dress it's a with coat dress. A, a, a fur collar and, and cuffs. Mm-hmm. And listeners, she's wearing white tights. She's wearing <laughs> white tights. And there is fur. And there is fur. There's fur trim. She has like... There's fur trim. It's a little like sexy how white, Mrs. Claus. Look at how white that hair is. The hair is white. That hair is so white. And it's a high pony, right? It's a yes. high pony. Those it's a beautiful, Those pony. beautiful blue and fuchsia is eyes. The, um, is it kind of like a braid wrapped around the... Hi- yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a braid wrapped around the pony. Oh my god, I can't. So it's freezing outside, but she's in a skirt. Yeah, but it's okay because she has those white tops. <gasps> look at the drawing on the back. Yes, look, that was. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, winter dazzle Barbie. And don't you love how the older Barbies always came with these brushes, like these the big, big ass yeah. brush? Yeah. Oh my gosh! And they never they would pull yeah. the hair out. Yeah, but they were nice to just have. Yeah, so. it was small for small hands. But big for Barbie. It's like the size of her leg, but it's like your size to hold it and brush her. You know, oh my God. Wow. And that pink lipstick. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. The face. Yeah. The blue. It's a look. Yeah. It it is a look. So um, I'm holding the kind of like wider hipped blonde Barbie. And yeah, her leg is solid. This is not, these knees do not click. Mm -mm, Not at all. This leg will break in two if you try. (laughs) <laughs> and bend them. It almost feels like almost hollow. I can't. Yeah. It, it probably is so, I'm so upset. And see, these were their their basic dolls, like those dolls. So yeah. that's why they're made like that because right. they were only like $9. The cheaper ones. Yeah. They were cheaper. Yeah. But the problem is even the ones that are a little bit more expensive now, they also don't like have the rubber legs. So that's probably sure. like to help with like, I don't know. It's probably... Is it sustainability? Like a, yeah, is that where you're going with that? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so are Probably the just cheaper to make? Are the what are the ones not fashionista? Uh, uh, 
Oh, Barbie Extra. Extra. Barbie yeah. Extra. Yeah, yeah. So they are, those the are ones posable, that are like, but okay. they're still hard plastic. Okay. Yeah. I have some of those too, which okay. they're a little bit better. Yeah. But um, Barbie, Barbie Extras like nice are a good callback to when Barbie just used to be crazy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that Barbie just used to have these <laughs> insane so looks that she would leave the house with. <laughs> Barbie, Barbie was like camp and fun. Yes. You know? Winter, what is it? Winter Dazzle? Winter Dazzle. Winter Dazzle. And I just love how, like, everybody wanted in on Barbie, like, in the 90s. Like, General Meals. Like, send us your box tops from your Fruit Loops, and we'll send you a Barbie. And Yeah, exactly. And they didn't say, we're going to put a little teeny three-quarter size Barbie in the cereal. They said, no, bitch, you're getting a full-ass Barbie. And, like, even the earrings, they're, like, silver. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, my my gosh. (laughs) Um, And then, finally, um, so these are before my time. But they're from the 80s. Oh, my God. But these are Spectra dolls. Okay. And this was a line that did not last very long. But basically, they have chrome bodies because they're from space. They <laughs> look like they were in... Uh, Pete, what is the old uh, movie from the 1920s? Met- uh, Metropolis? Metropolis. Yeah. They're giving Metropolis mm-hmm. uh, Maria Barbie. I love it. And the Ken, as you can see, the hair. Like, there's tinsel. Oh my god. Straight up Christmas tinsel. But Ken's hair is so wild. Like what is even that shape? It's like So so we were talking before that these were kind of coming right off of Barbie and the Rockers. Yes, they so were. So this was the direct doll. I mean, Barbie and the Rockers was competing with Gem. Right, yeah. But this was kind of trying to take it one step further. I th- I believe so because I think the story goes that Mattel got wind that Jim and the Holograms was, like, coming. And, like, the show, I think, came out first. And so they, like, hightailed it yeah. to get yeah. Barbie and the Rockers They fast-tracked out. it. Yeah, they fast-tracked it. Oh, my God. Um, but then I think Jim was still so popular and kind of weird with, what was, Synergy? Was that Synergy, the name? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think there, this was their response. So it looks like with the Spectra Barbies that they incorporated their metallic Let me Barbies, see like, it. kind of bodies like kind of into their look mm-hmm. like it looks like her real look is are they topless. are they half machine <laughs> okay are, it's, it's, are they half robot no i don't well that i don't know but okay it's a it looks like it's a little lacy yes like, a little lacy it was very see-through dress but very see-through and, and her arms are just bare but this chrome body, you guys. Where did you find these? Just at a secondhand store? Um, so back in Alabama, we have something called the world's longest yard sale. <laughs> and it goes into like several states from Alabama up to, I think, um, the Carolinas or something like that. And I stopped at this booth and they just had them. Wow. And I was like, I have to have these. I, if, if I saw them at like a thrift store or a, or a, a flea market... I think I would pass them over and just think they were like Japanese like sure. knockoffs. knockoffs. It almost yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. look like Barbie. Yeah. Well, when I purchased, so I have one other that I didn't bring, and she was the first one I found. I found her at like a thrift store. I was like, oh, wait, this is Kesha Barbie. Okay. <laughs> and so that's why I bought it because Kesha was big at the time. I was in college. Yeah. But yeah, and then I found these at the World's Longest Yard Sale, and I was like, wait, there's an entire set. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. I bet the World's Largest Yard Sale has some pretty good Barbies. They do. They do. I, many a times I have taken home uh, bags full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Has there ever been a Barbie that it's what you just lose sleep at night thinking that I never got that Barbie? 
Hmm. That you still want to this day? Yeah, I, I believe so. So I think it was late 90s, early millennium. They had these collector dolls, and they went by um, Barbie's last name. And it's not Maleficent. Her first, she's Mil- Barbara Millicent, Millicent. Roberts or something, yes. I think her last name? So it was the Barbara Millicent Roberts collection, okay. and they were very, like, you should need to look them up. Like, they had, like... Blazers, but <laughs> 90s blazers. Like she sure. was selling Mary Kay makeup. Okay. Yeah. She's giving Allie McBeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would have these like box sets of clothing that you could buy separately. And I think they even came with like lingerie. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. I think that mine is the stamp Barbie in the country western outfit. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. That's the. That's the that's one that the one that got away. It that's the one that got away. If I'm ever if I ever see that second hand, I have to buy it. Well, I'm gonna tell you I actually have that, and I have the box set that comes with the horse. <gasps> really? Yeah, but it's back okay. home. It's not in L.A. I didn't bring it with me. It was a big box. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. But yeah, she's amazing. So I mean, that about does it for this portion of the podcast. I mean, maybe we should start talking about the movie. Maybe we should probably start talking about the movie. Okay, Barbie QVC portion is that right. So. I mean, this movie has been talked about for a while. I mean, I think that Universal first announced that they were developing a Barbie movie around 2009. Those rights transferred to Sony in the early 2010s, around 2014, around the time the Lego movie came out. I think the Lego movie really got Sony wanting to get in on that, that they wanted to do the same thing, but do it with Barbie. And, I mean, when you just look at these screenwriters and actors and actresses attached to it, I was reading today an interview with Diablo Cody that said that she did a pass of the Barbie script, and it was just not really something that she could ever really get a hand, like, she could never get a hold on it. She said that she never completed a finished draft of that. She just eventually just kind of left the project, and... I think that when she was involved with it, it was when Amy Schumer was attached to Barbie. And I think the angle of that is that it would sort of be this anti-Barbie character that got kicked out of Barbie land because she wasn't pretty or perfect enough. Okay. That's what I remember. Because when I had heard that Diablo Cody was attached originally... Because I remember when they announced that. Right. I was obsessed. I was so excited. I love Diablo Cody. Yeah. Um, And then I think it was like, what, maybe a couple years later they announced Amy Schumer was attached to Star. Mm -hmm. And then at one point it was Anne Hathaway. Yes. And then everybody dropped out (laughs) after that. And that's when it left. And and that's when it left (laughs) Sony. Okay. And then Warner ended up getting the rights to it. And now we have the Barbie movie. And I read today a really interesting interview that Diablo Cody did with... GQ online, where she just kind of talked about the struggles of writing that movie. And she said at that time, she didn't really think that Barbie itself was fully embraced by internet culture of just kind of, we're going to take, we're going to take this figure back as a feminist message. She said that she didn't really see a lot of that now. And now when you like open up TikTok, it's all over there. But I read some interesting quotes of, I heard endless references to the Lego movie in development. And it created a problem for me because they had done it so well. Anytime I came up with something meta, it was like something that they had already done. It was a roadblock for me. But now the time has passed and they can just cast the Lego movie antagonist Will Ferrell as the antagonist in the real life Barbie movie. Nobody cares. So I think just kind of at that time trying to comment on Barbie, you were just constantly compared to the Lego movie. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I cared. I was like... Oh, yeah. Okay, you, so, you immediately called that. So Will Ferrell's playing president business in this? Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I saw that in the, fir- in the first trailer, I was like, oh, so it's a Lego movie. Well, and I honestly <laughs> believe that because of Margot Robbie, there was probably a lot more freedom yes. for Greta's version. Mm-hmm. Because back then, even 10 years ago with Diablo Cody, or mm-hmm. 8 years ago, I don't think that they would have been as... Um, they wouldn't have allowed her to probably make what she wanted to make, especially no. not after Jennifer's body when sure. that bombed yeah. the way it did. Yeah. I mean, I think that she probably would have had to please like a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Especially sort of when you're working with something like this sort of IP that there is probably so many opinions mm-hmm. that would go into a movie like this. And probably at that time, it's just the Barbie movie probably would have been a mess. Right. Yeah. Too. So it, I think that you really had to wait for just kind of the wave of feminism post, like, 2017 for something like this to happen. And I know that Greta and Noah Baumbach, so interesting Noah Baumbach co-wrote this movie. I mean, I find that fascinating, just them working on this movie as a couple. And I have I, a lot to say about And them. I think that I they just too. sort of wrote this during the pandemic, and that's probably partially why there wasn't a lot of studio input, is I think they were just sort of left to their own devices to do the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Margot Robbie has a lot of say in the industry right now. Yeah. Like, yes. especially yeah. like. And I think that she was largely responsible for getting Greta Gerwig. I killed. do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of respect for her, not only from um, moviegoers because of things like uh, Suicide Squad. Because uh-huh. even though they didn't like Suicide Squad, the first film, she's, they loved her performance. Yep. Right. She's the one that got the spinoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's coming off the hills of Babylon, which didn't do so yeah. well. Yeah. So for her to have this huge hit of a movie that I feel like there's a lot of creative freedom for her and Greta it's really interesting but I'm really happy that Margot was involved because there for a minute I was like are we getting too much Margot right because there's she's in like everything right now yeah like I couldn't run out of the theater fast enough when a Babylon trailer came on I was like I gotta go get pop oh that trailer was attached to every single movie for a solid three months yeah that we went to I was like, uh-uh, I yeah. can't do this. But yeah, no, she. I'm, I'm really satisfied with what she presented, especially with the press tour, yes. like dressing up as Barbie and everything. Yeah. So it was in good hands. But I, I would have it. I would like to at least read what Diablo Cody right. had had started. Same, same. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind. I feel like Amy Schumer's being deliberately kind of like vague about what her, what she wanted. Yeah, sort of because all she's saying is like. Well, that's not where we were going with it. Yeah. And it's like, well, where were you going with it? And she's not really talking, you know? So I'm interested in how that would have gone. And I think a lot of the struggles with the characterization of Amy Schumer, of everything that I've read, it's the anti-Barbie. This is the Barbie that's kicked out of Barbie land because it's Amy Schumer. Right, She yeah. looks like Amy Schumer. That's like kind of like the joke of it. And that was, yeah. that was her comedy at the time, yeah. too. Right, right, right. Like everything she did. Like, Very like, yeah. I feel pretty, train wreck. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I think that Diablo said in that interview of that, that's why it was such a struggle, because that's not really the character of Barbie. Like, right. that's not Bar- who, if you were to make Barbie into a person, that's not her. So I think developing that into a feature-length script was probably just hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I love Lady Bird, and I love Little Women, and all Greta Gerwig and all that stuff. You're not quite the mumblecore fan, though. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I also think that Greta Gerwig and Noel Baumbach are the most, like, white-bred, whitey-whitersons that ever whited. <laughs> um, 
And it's like it's a it's a very specific viewpoint. She's like a every woman's Chloe Sevigny. Or that's that's kind of how I not view every woman Greta Gerwig. Not every woman. I think that she's a little more accessible <laughs> than than someone a certain like certain shade of woman like like Chloe Sevigny. Sh- sure, yeah, but uh, but I just feel like she just has this very like just waspy white lady thing to her, which is fine. Um. I do like Lady Bird a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I d- I really liked Little Women. Um, Noel Baumbach, on the other hand, once I heard he was involved, I was like, okay, so are Barbie and Ken getting a ac- acrimoniously divorced in this movie? Is that what it's going to be about? Mm-hmm. And him just punching walls because I don't know if I can handle that. And so I was a little not skeptical, but just like, why is she, why is, why does he have to co-write it with her? I know they're like a whole thing, but it's like. Just do your own thing. You're good enough to you're good enough to make this without him, without his input. But you know, what whatever he did and put into the movie, I don't know. I li- I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, but but just my very like skeptical, just like these two kind of like attitude. You know, when it, when when their names kind of became involved. Um, the more marketing and everything that I saw, I, I mean, he has not been. Involved in any press I, for I think that he movie. says, I think that's probably a strike reason. Sure. For well, the WGA. I, I mean, even before that, I mm-hmm. feel like he wasn't in any, you know, he's not in any of the, like, just th- those discussion YouTubes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He just really has not been a face of this movie, right? It's just all Greta, which I'm okay with. Um, I, I, I liked the tone of it. I, I liked the... Um, Kind of where they went with with Barbie as a character and kind of her her journey and, and all of that and it's and it's not as like I don't know self important I guess as what I thought Noah Bombeck would kind of make it out to be mm-hmm. so I was pleasantly surprised but I mean that said I you know squin the whale get the fuck out of here cry me grow up. <laughs> Grow up. That's my that's my advice to. I would argue too with a movie like Barbie to make it interesting. I think that you have to make very bold, creative decisions like that, though. Yeah. To make a interesting movie that's just not going to be a live action version of the Barbie Swan Lake of like Barbie's. I mean, (laughs) Barbie Swan Lake. I know kind of has a big cult following behind it. It it kind of slapped, but kind of like the other ones, like the like the Princess and the Popper. I think that you need to you need to make some bold filmmaking choices to make a movie like this land in 2023. Yeah, and I think they did a good a pretty good job. Right. You know, when I heard that it was going to be Greta. After losing Diablo, mm-hmm. I was like, I guess like that is the next best thing right. for me. Right. I feel like Diablo is a little bit more hateful, which I love. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. And Greta's a little bit nicer. Yeah. The the first thirty minutes of the film, though, I will say, when we were in Barbie Land, I was feeling it. Like love she it. did such an amazing job with making it fun. She used practical effects, like actual yeah. sets. Like yeah. it looks yeah. and feels amazing. Yeah. It's just the minute that we leave Barbie Land, I'm kind of like, okay, where are we going with this? I agree with that. Can I t- Okay. So we don't really have to address the backlash because it's stupid. Right. But I think I know why these people are mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not why you think. It's not because there's a trans Barbie and it's not because of the patriarchy and it's not woke, 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 woke. 
It's because she cast all these women that she wanted to work with. You know, she casts, you know, Issa Rae and the entire cast of Sex Education and, you know, all, not just women, all these people, all the mm-hmm. Kens too. Mm-hmm. But they're not, they don't look like Barbie and Ken. Like, they're not, like, just these, Barbie and Ken look a certain way. They're very tall. They're very physically fit. They're very beautiful. And everybody that they cast, they're all different sizes. They're all different shapes. They're all different colors. And Barbie's getting there. She ain't there yet. Um, and I think that these men are just like, ew. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. they're just like, those, like, Margot, yes. Everybody else, barf. I think that those guys who are just like, fuck Barbie, I'm going to burn my Barbies in the trash can. That why do you have them to burn? Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. Why do you have Barbies? Yeah, to burn? but I I really think that they're just like, oh, she cast all these people because you know wokeness, whatever. But also just like, but they're not pretty. I think that they're thinking this whole like they don't look like Barbies, and their shots, especially like when the whole like ah oh, my flat feet and she's on the beach mm-hmm. and she's showing everybody she's the only blonde one. Mm-hmm. She's the only blonde Barbie. Of, like, all her, like, main friends. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, like, a, there's like two... At le- there's two black Barbies, and then the rest are white Barbies, but they're all brunette or redheads. Yeah. And I'm just, like... You know what I mean? Like, those straight, like, Hooters guys just want, like, Pam Anderson still. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> and I love And how- they're just, like, Issa Rae... Gross. I love how it was like, so intentional. Though. There, there were so many different body types. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. especially Barbie in modern day, you have so... Even the Kins have like a curvy body. Right. Some mm-hmm. of the Kins. And so I, I love how intentional she was with that, mm-hmm. um, including people with disabilities. Right. Like, I just thought the first 30 minutes of the film, I just thought was so... Like, it was like spectacular to me. Yeah. It felt like something I was seeing in like the 90s. Like yeah. 90s cinema. Yeah. Yeah, because um. Barbie Land was so fun, like with the houses or all the dream houses, and just like the you know the beach and how it just the, I mean the, that sand looks scary. You could I almost you could almost floor. feel those waves when like when Ken runs into them. Yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff was so was so well done and so you know so beautifully shot and everything. But it's so it's so funny because like all those things like you know, differently abled characters and all that, they're in the line. Like, Barbie's made yeah, all they're that. there. So mm-hmm. that's not like, oh, these people are trying to be so, like, politically correct, including all this stuff. It's like, it's already there. It's been there. It's already in the brand. Like, wheelchair yeah. Barbie's mm-hmm. been there for years, yes. right? And she's one of the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, they did her hair right. <laughs> I have her. <laughs> and her outfit's really it. cute. It's, I love it's it. It's palm trees. <laughs> But yeah, and you know, honestly, like there was so much attention to detail too, like yeah. with the plastic sand, like she doesn't leave footprints. Yeah. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I I think people are just going to try to find something to be mad about. Right, yeah. And, th- and all that stuff is so stupid. So it's like, we don't even have to get into it. But um, yeah, I do I do think that all that the first third or whatever was, was really great. And I did kind of get a little sense of like, okay, what is going on when we are in the real world? And I know, Scott, for the longest time you were trying to decipher 
the plot. I uh, I knew when that trailer came out that oh this is the opening act of the movie that they're gonna go to the real world. Yeah, yeah. and there's a whole and we knew America Ferrera that like and, we haven't seen yet. Yeah, America Ferrera was in it, and I know that and America, she couldn't possibly be a Barbie. America Ferrera. Well, it's in the it was in the <laughs> ad campaign know, of like when they did this Barbie. Right. I, isn't it like this? This is not a Barbie for America. I think, Ferreras, it, I yeah. think it's something like that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Will Ferrell playing President Business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the CEOs. Yeah, I just want to say, <laughs> um, maybe spoiler, possible, sure, yeah, possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish the CEOs didn't know Barbie Land existed. Right. I wish that she had showed up and then been like, sure. "Barbie, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, we've got to get you back," yeah. and then try to put her in like a box because for them to know, I'm like, okay, wait, is Mattel supernatural? Are they right, Illuminati? Right. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like, I they think, know about Barbie. Land? I yeah. think. <laughs> I really like the movie, <laughs> but I feel like the Mattel CEO character of President Business and all of them, <laughs> it, I think, was the least successful part of it. Yeah. I think. Especially that they had to feel like they had to keep them in the story, that they have to make their way to Barbie Land at the very end of the movie, that I really just didn't care about them. Sure. Yeah. And I do feel like Will Ferrell's casting was a little distracting. Yeah. That I think maybe it could have worked better with someone else. Or if he was there for four minutes. Right, right, right. And then we let that joke go and we moved on. Yeah. So this is looking at Noah. Did you write that part? (laughs) Like, why were they in there so long? I do like that America's character, that she doesn't need any convincing. Because I could see in a different version of the script that a big part of it was Barbie trying to convince that character No, I'm Barbie. I'm the real Barbie. Barbie, I kind of like that she immediately got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like Mm -hmm. that too. But I wanted some backstory. Like, what do you do at Mattel? Because that's really interesting to me. Right. Like, why are you so sad? Why are you doing all these sketches of Barbie that is contemplating death, cellulite Barbie? Because that would have been so powerful to see, like, a mother who has lost connection with her daughter. She's drawing these, like, very Tim Mm Burton-esque drawings, making Barbie think of death. And it's like, okay... Where's the connection there? Like, I want to see, like, yeah. her find... Is it because she went back to Barbie Land and saw how pretty everything was? Like, because all of a sudden she's happy again. I'm like, wait, what's, right. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I, I see that. Oh, I remember one thing that I that I was missing in Barbie Land when they were saying hi to all the different Barbies. I really just wanted to see a giant pair of legs and for her to say, hi, my size Barbie. Oh my gosh, that would have been don't amazing. Get me, don't get me started on my size Barbie. I don't like it. Just like knees down, yes. just nope. like walking by all slowly and just like, hi, my size Barbie. I would have loved that. That would right. be cute, right? That would have See, been amazing. I yes. could have written this movie. No, I couldn't have. <laughs> but that, that's, my little, that's my little 10 cent contribution. Yeah, you were mentioning the character of the daughter of, I really love the daughter's opening scene. I love just kind of going right there and just calling Barbie a fascist. Yes, I love it. That, that <laughs> kind of kept its way in all of the drafts. I love that scene. Just because I love how Margot plays that scene that she's so hurt. Yeah. And I like that when she's later on, she's just like, I'm not like, I don't own railroads and I'm not like a government <laughs> official. Why am I a fascist? I, I think that that's probably Noah Baumbach. That's some funny, that's like gold. Yeah. I like all of that stuff. So we were reading that apparently the daughter and all of the friends are Bratz dolls. Yes, I Bratz dolls' names. Okay, so I was hoping you would bring that up. <laughs> Sasha is the name of a Bratz doll, and there were four Bratz in total, just like Sasha and her friends, and there were a Latina, an African-American, a blonde, and an Asian, who was named Jade, uh, <laughs> uh, Bratz dolls. What and are your feelings about Bratz? 
Um, why did they get a movie before Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> and why was it so bad? And I try mm-hmm. to rewatch that movie all the time, and I can't make it past. It has Lainey Kazan in it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's horrible. What does Paul Abdul have to do with that movie? She was going to be doing music and choreography, and then she was let go. Uh, Which, um, why would you fire Paula Abdul from the Bratz movie? And from that Come day on, guys. On, <laughs> the film was cursed. <laughs> trash. <laughs> but like, are you, are you pro- are, are you pro Bratz dolls? Like, where do you lie with that? So when when they came out and I was young, I was like, no, those proportions, I can't. They kind know. of stole a lot of Barbie Thunder from the mid two thousands. Yeah, too. They, they really mm-hmm. did. And you know, with there was like a lot of back and forth in court about oh, because okay. sure, supposedly because the, the guy dis- came from Mattel. Yeah, yeah. He went to MGA, was like, hey, y'all, Trade guess secrets. what Mattel's about to do? And then Mattel came out with my scene. Oh, which was basically brats, but they were in Barbie's body, but they had the big busted lip. <laughs> and they were good. And Lindsay Lohan had her own. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was a Lindsay Lohan character. See, that is trade secrets. That's like some shit. I mean, I have to watch videos about this shit like every three months. I like, think they went back and forth with that lawsuit, that. but I think ultimately the brats company did walk away the winner, I think. Wow. Yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. At one point, I think. They were the winner, and then it went back, and maybe Mattel got something in return. Oh, okay. Like it kept going back and forth, but yeah, okay. they did win eventually, and that was like a pretty big loss for Mattel. Oh, wow! But Bratz, I, I don't know. Like Bratz were always those dolls that, when I was little, I would hear adults say, "Not the slutty dolls," right? right you know, right. they were kind of like the they were they had the bad rap. They were hoes for show. Well, hoes for, for show. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in Southern California, I mean, we looked at those dolls and we were like, they are cholas. Why are they cholas? Like, look at their faces. They're chola dolls. Did you, I mean, I don't know if you guys had any reference for cholas, where you came from, but they look like cholas. <laughs> <laughs> they straight up do. Like, the, uh, the overdrawn lips with the lip liner. And then, like, the... Uh, yeah. But those dolls. dolls definitely inspired Euphoria. Like, Euphoria exists oh, yeah, because definitely. of rats. Like I want to see, no I want to see like a, a line of dolls for you. I need to get on. Can that. you imagine? Oh my god! Um, I would buy a Zendaya, Zendaya fashion doll because I love Zendaya. She is the queen of looks. You were super bummed uh, that uh, the day that that trailer came out of that of that tennis movie that that it was announced that it was pushed. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The day that it was attached <laughs> to Barbie. They made the announcement that they're pushing Listen, it to guess spring. What, bitch, you don't mm-hmm. need to watch this. Yep. Oh well. Um, so I really like that scene. The daughter character, I feel like they needed maybe another conversation with mm-hmm. the mom or she, something. I think she flipped too fast. Yeah, yeah she did. She was just I like, think, I love it. I here think now. it needed just <laughs> yeah. something else to kind of arc that character a little bit. I agree. I was like, wait, you were a bitch like five minutes yeah, ago. What, yeah, what yeah. changed? Yeah, yeah. Just I don't know. Just being just. Uh, anti-establishment i guess and yeah when they went back and now this is the establishment so she was anti it um kind of uh skipping a little bit i do want to talk about um our i get not i guess it is a cameo cameo by rio perlman as uh the barbie did you immediately know who it was when she walked in there i did in the little room i I immediately knew it was ruth yeah Mm -hmm. okay i i just bring it up because i feel like there are only slightly shady in that they brought up the tax thing. Like I think you three kind, times. I think you kind of no, have to. You though. have to. Yeah, but once. 
Yeah. She said it like three times. Yeah. She said it multiple times. And I was like, all right, we got it. You like, with, you like did some shady tax shit. Damn. She how, she only has a couple of minutes in this movie. But keep, Ruth Hander, keep boss, boss bitch, but she ended up having to leave Mattel over. I think not. Re- okay. So did she take merchandise like Hot Wheels and stuff and pretty much bring them to like a garage and industry or something and just be like, what are you talking about? They sold some nine to five shit. Uh, mm-hmm. It was some nine like to five. I think she was <laughs> hiding merchandise that, and she tried to pass it off like it's sold. Well, you know, allegedly mm-hmm. she had been up to shady things because Barbie started right. from a doll named right. Lilith right. that she saw when she was on Germany? vacation in yeah. Germany, and it was a sex doll. and it was a sex doll mm-hmm. created by a man. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. I mean, maybe there was just no room in this movie that had a lot of shit in it that. There was no room to, the story. to have yeah, any no, sort of a reference no. to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think they could have made Ruth, like, not a ghost on the 17th floor. Right. Like, could she <laughs> I have just that. been, like, a, a, maybe, like, a mindful spirit on Barbie's shoulder? <laughs> like, did Mattel need to know that she had her own office on the 17th floor? Yeah. Like, wait. I, I, I just, I just kind of thought that was funny. That yeah. Ruth Lander, Ruth Lander maybe is like, just haunting. Sure. The Mattel executives. Or just maybe, like, her face is on the money in Barbie Land or something. Yeah. Like, they know about her, like, somehow. But she had an entire kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, but wait. just the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it just went off into blackness when you left the kitchen. Well, you She's can't, a, a stair, you can't, have, you can't have Ruth Handler referenced in Barbie World because they would have to contemplate God and religion. A maker. A maker. <laughs> that they weren't r- willing to take those steps yet. Sure. That they okay. would have to eventually get the death conversation. Okay. All right. So okay. I liked I liked how they did all of that. Okay. I thought Rhea Perlman was really great. I think she has a really powerful moment at the very end. It was very moving. Yeah. Of when she was having the kind of the Wizard of Oz conversation with, with Barbie at sure. the very end. The sure. man mm-hmm. next to me was crying. Oh. And he had on a mask. And he had to take the mask off because oh. he couldn't breathe. Oh, like, my goodness. He was I mean, overwhelmed. Was like, he was not nosing, as re- we would say. Reclumped. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like... It was very emotional for him. Okay. I mean, a Barbie okay. movie that contemplates death, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and and motherhood and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what did we think of Ryan? I was going to say, we this need to Ken. do the Kendall conversation. Let's talk about Ryan. Uh, I know that the early images, I, myself included, I was just I like, thought his hair seemed a little too oh, bleached Ryan, out. You were, you were looking I your think age. That, I think his hair needed to be a little golden. I don't remember Ken with that white of hair. What, well, for me, I, it was something about his the skin on his face. I was like, is it the spray tan yeah. that's just bad? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't really notice it in the actual In the film. movie. Yeah. I was going to say that. I feel like in the trailers and in the press stuff, I was like, oh, girl, you look old. But I didn't really think about it that much as we were watching it. So I did get a little nervous when we were starting to get the press images or like the promotional images. Yeah, I was yeah. like, uh oh, this is either going to be the greatest thing of all time or the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember hearing all of the buzz kind of from about a month ago that Ryan walks away with the movie. Of that, yeah, that was yeah, kind yeah. of everything that was starting to come out of there might be some award contender in this movie and it's not Margot. Mm-hmm. I think, mark my words, I think he's going to end up in supporting actor next year. Really? Yeah. For the Barbie movie. For the Barbie movie. Think Melissa McCarthy for, for like, <laughs> Bridesmaids. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I think they'll make it happen. 
I, so I do think that he looked better in the final product. I still maintain that Michael Sarah looked like a wax figure. Oh my gosh, yes. Why did he look... He has... He was so washed out... And he has no chin. I think that Michael Sarah so, is just kind of an awkward-looking person in general. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. it's he the doll that he's based off of, too. They sure. wanted it to look so out of place because but, he's such an underdog in the film. But then they're also saying that it was going to be Jonathan Groff. Mm-hmm. Was going to be Jonathan Alan. Groff supposedly turned it down over scheduling issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's so handsome that, like... Huh. Yeah. The list that's coming out this week of... Maybe he was just going to be another Ken. The, yeah, there's been a big list this I think week he was just gonna be that's well, been coming out of all yeah. the actors that weren't available to play Ken. Well, and I had heard Meryl Streep had been asked to play Ruth. Oh. But I heard that she turned it down. But that could just be a rumor. That, I, it I mean, it would have made sense because Greta worked with her on Little Women. Yeah. So they would have had a working relationship. So she probably offered her at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Ruth had like the old lady short hair. Like I like Rhea Perlman. Yeah. She worked a little better for the. Same. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> For the person. Do you have any favorite of the Kens that they had? Simu. Simu, yeah. <laughs> Very handsome. Simu Lewis. And what I nice like about Simu. him is that he has a great body, but it sits really well on him. Like, he doesn't have that... Like, Ryan's body was distracting. He doesn't have that <laughs> Jack... He, was too, he doesn't have yeah. that Jack Marvel body. Yeah. Like, yeah. it looks in proportion. Well, you know, now that you said that about Ryan's body, one thing that I thought... What was really like distracting to me uh-huh. were his nipples <laughs> and like especially when he hit the wave and and they and they were just sticking out when he was laying down so okay. i was like would it have been too weird to make to their take bodies out? like yeah. a doll mm-hmm. where he had like shiny plastic chest right. and no nipples right or would that have been too weird i don't know because, i wonder if they even tested because it. they allude that they don't have uh, genitals genitals yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was another yeah, little Ken's art no, for me no because nipples. she's like what would we do if you spend the night but then the minute they get into the real world she's like i don't have a vagina and i'm like wait so you do know yeah huh that's true. She maybe better. it would maybe it have been too awkward of a conversation to have with Barbie of reproductive organs, right? Yeah. Too. But yeah, I just wonder if they covered the nipples. What yeah. would that? What would have that look like? This it would look like under the sea. Because that first image can. does under the sea can have nipples? No, he's no, got no nothing. They're just pecs. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally earring. Ken has no nipples. Now, G.I. Joe used to have nipples. Really? Yeah. Some the, of the G.I. Joe's. The 12-inch ones? The big ones like this or the little mm-hmm. guys? The ones that are Ken's Because oh, I wow. used to collect G.I. Joe's, too. Okay. Barbie was always with G.I. Joe at my house. She didn't mess with Ken. So Okay, so here's, here's sure. the Sure. Yeah, if Barbie was going to have a boyfriend, it would, it would be G.I. Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So G.I. Joe's historically were Barbie size, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, our dads, their G.I. Joe's were Barbie size. But... They stopped, I think they just stopped making G.I. Joe's for a while in the late 70s. And then in the early 80s, when the G.I. Joe Saturday morning cartoon came out, they made those figures Star Wars size because Star Wars was like the leading boy toy. And those, those figures were four inches mm-hmm. tall. And so the G.I. Joe's now. So all the G.I. Joe's I ever knew were these little teeny Star Wars size figures. And anytime I saw a big G.I. Joe, I had a I had a big I had a big G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that was like, oh, you like to play with dolls. Here's a here's kind of a Barbie sized <laughs> boy toy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so f- for me as a kid, I was always confused about this big G.I. Joe. I was like, what is this big G.I. Joe? Like, that's no... Because the, to- the the Saturday morning cartoon and that toy line was so huge in the 80s when I was coming up that that was, like, all I knew. And I was like, this big G.I. Joe is crazy. Um, so, I, like, I guess the whole thing of the Ken character is just this idea that, like, Ken is, like... Nobody cares about Ken. Barbie accessory. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Did you guys have any Kens that were like yours or did you like did your sister have any Kens? We we only had one Ken. And, one and Ken. I don't remember a, a lot of them. A Ken. Okay. I don't remember a lot of yeah. what kind of Ken it was. Yeah. I mean I I mean that's probably just like a comment that the movie is making right. of that when you grew up with Barbies, yeah, yeah. you don't remember a lot of the Kens. Well, yeah. when he was first introduced, mm-hmm. he was introduced as Barbie's boyfriend. Right. Like he wasn't even really like his own Thing until much later, okay. but in the nineties, like he was Tommy's big brother or something <laughs> like that. Like I had a Tommy and Ken set. Okay, yeah, and then I had like a Beach Ken, but yeah, I also only had a couple Kens. Yeah, and he's and the Ryan character is Beach Ken in the movie, right? Yeah, I, or is he stereotypical Ken? Because she's stereotypical. He talks about beach though. He does talk about his job mm-hmm. is beach. His job and is beach. <laughs> when we first see him, he's in the beach outfit. Yeah, sure. Or the okay. bathing suit. Yeah, he's not. He's not quite Malibu Ken. Because Malibu Ken, as we saw, uh, sensational Malibu Ken is the one that we want. He's got the little purple trunks. Yeah. They look like little, little dolphin, dolphin, dolphin shorts, shorts like he works at 54. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? There's even a Ken from the, I think it's late 80s or early 90s, where he has a, he's the bathing suit, and he has a mesh gold top. Ooh. And I, was, I have that one back home, too. And I was like, he's been up to things. Like, didn't some, I don't trust it. Didn't some Kens, when you took their pants off... It was all the same color, but had the brief, like the tidy whitey. Like I think they did that embossed. in the, I think they did that in the two thousands. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. I remember Ken they having gave him, like they gave him little underwear, underwear, but yeah. it was the color of his skin. Yeah, yeah. But there are some that don't have that outline. No, yeah. There's yeah. some that it's just bl- just bare. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. just has his mound. <laughs> <laughs> he has that the mound. Is, that is mound. Um, I hate. That. I think that the story awful. is really clever <laughs> and a kind of a interesting comment on feminism that it's almost very Twilight Zone-ish of that yeah, we're going to yeah. take gender roles and flip them in Barbie world. And you kind of see a society run by women and the men are like second, are like second class citizens mm-hmm. of that. I think stuff like that is really interesting. Yeah. Cause it makes you think like, wow, like I was thinking during the film, it really is the exact opposite of the real world. Like yep. girls rule everything in Barbie mm-hmm. land. So I thought that was really interesting because thinking back, it's like, it really is Barbie's dream house. It's Barbie's pink Corvette. I, d- I did w- at one point, I think Sasha, America first daughter or somebody asks, well, where does Ken sleep? And she's like, I don't know. And I kind of wish that they showed like, Ken, just like a pile of Kens on the beach. Yeah. Like at night. Just like, okay, good night. Because <laughs> like you probably, like kids they probably all, just threw their Kens in a pile. They all live in the lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. In the lifeguard tower. In the lifeguard hut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you guys, this is all very similar. And I know you're all thinking this to the classic Star Trek The Next Generation episode, Angel One. <laughs> where they visit a planet. Oh, sure. Featuring an oligarchy of women. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've definitely referenced this one more than once, but um, it's a classic episode from season one. Mm-hmm. Look it's up. almost like the opposite of feminism, too. <laughs> that it's a comment on like that it is kind of unequal. 
of that if you kind of completely flip those ideals. Right, yeah. And that's kind of what they learn at the end of the movie, is that they kind of move towards a society that's just a little more equal. Not completely equal, <laughs> but just a little bit. Right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when they say, can I be on the Supreme Court, the Kens ask, she's like, uh, no. Still no, yeah. Yeah, still <laughs> no. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Later yeah. on. Yeah. And just kind of this, Ken does not have an identity And the antagonist of this movie of when Ken goes to the real world with Barbie and he sees how the rest of the world works of that men have power in the real world. And he brings that to Barbie land. Yep. Yeah. And the patriarchy becomes the true villain of Barbie. Sure. Yep. Okay. So. What did you think of that? No, I, 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 you know. I think that's that's where it had to go. I mm-hmm. mean, that's yeah. where this that's where this movie and this version of Barbie and Barbie Land and all that stuff needed uh, needed to go, I guess. But I still have that question, uh, and I don't know that it necessarily like needs to be answered. But like my initial question of of all this was just like, I mean, this movie is for a adults, sure, right, yeah, yep. yeah, this, for sure. But so the whole idea of like kids who watch TV with their parents and go to the movies with their parents are seeing a trailer for a Barbie movie. And they're like, live action Barbie movie. Sweet. When are we going to go see it? Um, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to go see it. So I don't know. It's, it's not inappropriate for little kids. And a lot of those but kind is, of more complicated themes are going to go over kids' heads. Yeah. That they're not going to get a lot of this movie until years later. Right. So I guess I'm glad that it's not a kid's movie. It's not one of those things where it's like, it's made for kids, but but the adults get the jokes too. It's not like Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have the Shrek type of humor. It's just straight up. They're just like, no, we're just making a movie for grown-ups. Well, and to be honest, I wouldn't even say that it's vulgar or anything. No, yeah. I would just say that kids would probably get bored. That's what I'm thinking. Would kids get bored watching this? Yeah, I think so. But, you know, honestly, I think the type of film it is, other than the fact it's PG-13, so parents will see that, it was banking on nostalgia. Yes. yes. And and I think that's like where we are in society is there's a lot of millennials and adults that are like, wait, we miss our childhood right. and the things of our childhood were, I mean, even Barbie was made better back then. Yeah. Like, even yeah. the presentation of Barbie was better. Yeah. And I think Greta, she, I don't think we're too far apart in age. Maybe she's like a little bit older than me. I think she's around my age. Okay. I think she's probably almost 40. Okay. Yeah. Well, she she grew up when Barbie was kind of like in its hot also, like mm-hmm, hot also, mm-hmm. like popularity. And I think that toy, kids just don't love toys like they used to. Like right. everything's like technology. Right. So I think. Yeah, Barbie you know, is not. You know, my friends with kids have said that. Yep. Yeah. My friends with kids are just like, there's not something that they're like, I want this toy. It's like, right. it's a game or it's an app or it's. Uh, just a new piece of tech and yeah. it's not like I want this toy anymore and he's just like I didn't ever know what to get them I'm like you're telling me and, and we have memories of like getting these toys at Christmas yeah like that's how big of a deal they were to us mm-hmm. and yeah. I remember when I used to work at Barnes and Noble and there used to be the hot toy that would be really hard to get a hold of for that year and then I feel like a month later nobody remembered it like no one would be talking about yeah. the little monkeys that went on your finger or yeah. kind of anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because the thing of like the big hot toy of the year was it was hard to get for Christmas, but then it was hard to get still for a while after. And people remembered Tickle Me Elmo forever. You know, people remember Cabbage Patch Kids forever. 
even though it was just that one Christmas, it's, it's, they lingered on as like this thing. But yeah, the ones that were like for those years in the, in the teens or whatever. They're very like, like zeitgeisty. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. cares anymore. Yeah. And also back then you could go to the store and see it. Yep. Yeah. And you could. Toy like, stores aren't as, aren't as big as right. they used to. And now it's like everything's so accessible with the internet. You can yeah. just purchase online or Amazon, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know what I'll never understand? That the kids these days are into the unboxing videos on YouTube. Like little, little kids mm-hmm. yeah. will watch for hours people unboxing toys. And it's like, that's cool. And I probably would have watched it too if YouTube was around as a kid. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a greedy kid. I would have been like yeah. I would have making a jealous. list and just mm-hmm. been like, all right, mother dear, mumsy, <laughs> watch this video with me and get some ideas. I wouldn't be satisfied with watching the unboxing. I would be like... And that's what I want, and that's what I want, and like figuring out ways for like my parents to watch these unboxing commercials without you know trying to be sneaky about it. Um, but I do get that it's very like uh, it's aimed at this audience, and we all saw it when we went this weekend. Oh yes, like the people in costume mm-hmm. and just the how excited everybody was. And okay, so we saw it on Saturday. We saw it on Friday so at. The City Walk so we, AMC. So we saw it on Friday in City, at City Walk, and then Monday we saw Oppenheimer. And okay, Monday evening showing. What time was it? Seven, like six thirty. Six thirty showing. This that lobby was nuts. Was it was like a Friday night, and it was a Monday. Like this is wild. Like this whole Barbenheimer situation. We have yet to discuss Barbenheimer. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a phenomenon. I have. Uh, two straight coworkers that are in my cubicle clump at work, and they're just like, "What is going on?" They're like, "What is Barbenheimer?" Like they just didn't get it. They're like, "Why are people so excited about these two movies that don't have anything to do with each other?" And I'm just and like, you're like, "That's the point." Yeah. <laughs> You know, like they're they're asking me. They're just like, I don't get it. What is what is it? What is Barbara? Do you know what I think has a big reason to do with that? Is that it's the first time in about over a decade that it does not revolve around Marvel. Yes, that you get these two very distinct movies. One a massive intellectual property. One of the most beloved children's toys of all time is getting a movie. I mean, it's based on a toy. People it's based on a toy. Transformers shit and for then, that all the time. Well, I also have something to say about <laughs> that, too. That, um, and then it's juxtaposed with this historical drama by Christopher Nolan. Like, you could not yeah. get two polar opposites of entertainment. Right. Yeah. And you know what? It worked. And you know what's really cool about the whole Barbenheimer thing is I work at a grocery store and I think it's really fucking rad that I have customers like in my line that genuinely ask me, have you seen Barbie? Yeah. Have you seen Oppenheimer? Like, I like that people are really excited about it. Of that all my coworkers have just been asking each other, have you seen Oppenheimer? Have you, have you seen Barbie yet? Did you see them both in the same weekend? Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I like that it's not Marvel sucking out all of the air in the room for once. I agree. Yeah. I, when I was at the theater, I went on Thursday to like a preview of it. And it was so packed. And yeah. people were in line just to take a picture inside that. The box. The box. The box. <laughs> yep. And, and people were just so happy. And yeah. like, it's like there was like no care in the world. And it reminded me 
when I was a kid in the 90s, going to the movies on, like, an opening night. Yeah. And people were just there to see a movie. Yeah. And it wasn't about superheroes or whatever. Like, it was, it was just something they were excited about. Yeah. And I think that's something that the marketing for Barbie got right is – there was so much anticipation for the film yeah. that people were like genuinely excited. They weren't fatigued because they've already seen five other movies in yeah. the series. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't seen them. Am I not going to get what the hell this exactly. movie's about? Yeah. And you yeah. also have so many generations of people that yeah. grew up wanting a Barbie movie and we never got one. Yep. Yeah. So it's just everyone's involved on this one. And then I think also probably a meme was made and it just struck like a wildfire. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like the Oppenheimer thing didn't happen until like the past month. Right, yeah. Where you started to see all of the Photoshop mock-ups of both movies. Well, yeah. I think once people started to figure out that Oppenheimer is uh, filled with a cast of like ex-Nickelodeon and Disney Channel stars, they were like, hey, this movie's for us too. Did you know Andy Milanakis plays... Um, President Truman's vice president. He doesn't. Jo- Wait, it's Josh, it's Josh Peck, right? Josh Peck. He's yeah. the one that presses there's the button. A, there's a Naked Brothers band. Um, there is Jack McFarland's son from Will and Grace. Mar- uh, yeah. Michael Argarano. There yeah. is, um, so there's Naked Brothers band. There's Dre- There's Josh. Um, there's somebody else from another Nick show. Um there's quite a few. I mean, there's quite a few. Well, like, there was one elderly gentleman pups. in the film, and I was like, where is he from? And then I was like, he was the one that dated Samantha and cheated on her in Sex and the <laughs> oh, City. It's, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's a Remar. Remar. Yeah. And I was like... James Remar. Oh, yeah. from the Warriors. He's from. Richard. I don't, I don't like Richard him. With, the per- yep. with the pearl thong. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we did see Oppenheimer with each other. Yeah. Us girlies did not see Barbie. We couldn't coordinate our schedules, but we did go see Oppenheimer in IMAX. So what did you both think of Oppenheimer? To kind of, this is going to be our official open. This is the closest thing we're ever going to have to a Christopher Nolan episode. Um, Florence Pugh, shocked, gagged, I kind nudity. Of, I kind of, okay, <laughs> but goodness. I kind of wanted more. I had read more nudity articles, or more Florence. I had read articles that there was more nudity, that it was more explicit. I read articles that you there were dicks. read articles that it was his yep. dick that we saw. Well, you something was to. going on under that table in that yeah. in that imagined scene where yes. she's in the interrogation with him. <laughs> I saw something. I don't know yeah. what it was. I agree. But I was like, wow, this is getting there. Okay, Florence. <laughs> she's won the Oscar. <laughs> she- I was shook. I, I was, was No, I was too. I mean, I think the real gag is the CGI dress that is is put on her in certain... Oh, um, Showgirls Part 2? Showgirls 2. <laughs> the VH1 yeah. edition. Where was that? In the, I think in India and in certain countries, they're putting a CGI dress on her. Oh, like in other countries, yeah. just so yeah. you're, you're not going to see those... Mm-hmm. When those, she's sitting in the chair, those yeah. like a, a little black dress that's been CGI'd on. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. That's interesting. Um... I really enjoyed the first two hours of it. I kind of lost interest in the last hour. I think I passed out because Burbank 16 <laughs> didn't have an AC. Yes, it was very hot. It was Which so it was hot, hot, and I was there. like, I'm in the movie. Like, there I can, there I can were people, feel that, that explosion. There were people <laughs> commenting on that when we were walking out of yeah, how hot oh it was goodness. in there. I was like, they're going to see me pass out, and then I'm going to be the movie. Everybody's going to be watching me. <laughs> I appreciated yeah, we that. We the fireball. We, we both appreciated that Emily Blunt got her big, don't fuck with me, fellas, this ain't my first rodeo, yes. when she has, when she's doing, I mean, I, it's everything in the... I mean, they're essentially like like questioning her, right? Yeah. Over all of this, that show was really good in that scene. I like that Kitty Oppenheimer 
is just a bitch that drinks a lot and she hates her kids. Yeah. I like that's the main character beat of, <laughs> of Kitty. He said, shouldn't you go to him? She said, I've went to him all day. All day. Bye. Mm-hmm. She, said, she said, the brat's asleep. Where's my martini? <laughs> that line. It needs to be the, it needs to be I like. I need that on a t-shirt. It needs to be the, the competing Halloween costume to Barbie. It's Kitty. <laughs> Kitty. Mm-hmm. Kitty Oppenheimer. Oh, but yeah, goodness. Emily Blunt, she did amazing. Like, I thought she did really good. I, think, I mean, she's been close for the Oscar, but it's, and it's never happened. She's, I mean, she got close for Devil Wears Prada, Young Victoria, the, A Quiet Place. I think it could happen for this movie. I'm sure that they'll go full in on supporting actress. Yeah. I think that she has the better shot over Florence. Well, There's I, just more, I think, to work with. I don't, yeah, I don't think Florence was in it enough. Like, yeah. I think that she probably... But, you know, for the time she was... Again, lots of nudity. I was really shocked. I mean, I was shocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also think that I mean, I don't know if it even matters, but she like she's so I know this is like they're like real people and stuff and this happened, but I don't even think the age gap was this big. Like she's too young for that role, I think. I think uh. this woman was only like 10 years younger than him and hmm. he's like 45. And Florence Pugh's like <laughs> 25? I don't know. I think the age gap was too big. The flow's so hot right now, though. Yeah, I, I love but her. I, I, I really yeah. do. But, I don't know. I think the age gap was too big, and I, and okay, maybe she was playing somebody, maybe she was playing a 35-year-old, you know, and it's just like, who cares? But She kind of gives me those vibes, though, that I can't tell if she's 25 or 45 right. sometimes. Yeah. Sure. That, yes. Also and that. that's not a read. <laughs> no, no, it's no, just no. like something yeah. I can't. Yeah. No, you're right. Comes yeah. in handy sometimes. Yeah. Um, I do agree that I feel like the third act was uh, just was like, okay, now it's Law and Order. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was just going to be like they dropped the bomb and the movie ended. But it did feel like episode three of like a Fortnite miniseries mm. or something. I think a lot of the black and white courtroom stuff, I think could have just been cut. Yeah. Or just condensed somehow. Mm-hmm. But, um, I really didn't. I think that you told me it was just over two hours and I was like, okay, no, <laughs> I knew that movie was three hours going in. <laughs> I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Um, I can hold I it. I did feel like, it didn't feel like three hours to me, but I agree towards the end. I'm like, okay, how, yeah. how, how much more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't eat any more popcorn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We drank um, that entire large soda. We did. We drank an entire large and then AMC soda. When we walked out, there was a line for the both bathroom. bathroom. For yep. both lines. bathrooms. Um, I, I like, and I'm going on record, that it is pronounced Killian Murphy. Um, Killian and or Cillian. It, and it's... And, I believe it's Killian because mm-hmm. it's like uh, Celtic. How do you say Celtic instead of Celtic? Um, but uh, 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 I was like, okay. Oh, wait, no. He's American. Uh, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer the, the man, not Killian Murphy. He's Irish. He had an American accent. Did he? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have Killian Murphy's accent. I'm not saying he sounded like an Irishman. But... I think he sounded like a very affected 50s guy. He has has that old-timey accent. Right, yeah. He's giving me a little... I always remember our friend Carla mentioned that when she saw Cillian, Killian Murphy at the Arclight Hollywood once, Mm -hmm. she was like, 
Who is this beautiful? Who is this beautiful woman? <laughs> who is this beautiful lady? Right next to the steps, and it was Killian Murphy. Oh wow! Looking like did she say he was very tiny? Very I small? think so. I think she said it was very small, but just that face, like that very interesting, pretty, kind of weird looking face. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll always be Scarecrow to me in right. Batman Begins. Yeah. Uh, so I've always been scared of him. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I mean, I remember when 28 Days Later came out and seeing that in the theater and just kind of being like, who is this? Who is this actor? Like, he's so interesting. Yeah, no, that's, mm-hmm. that's great. But I think uh, the real the real tea that most people know him from is Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. A show that yeah. you and I no. never watched. Not, not for us. So, sorry, listeners, if you guys are like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Um, he plays Peaky Blinders. I don't know. Is that a person? Is Peaky Blinders oh, a character? I don't, I don't he know. wears that hat. He's he is Mister. He's Peaky Blinders. Mister Peaky Blinders. Character. Blinders and is I on think the. He goes around looking in people's windows. A peeping Tom. A uh, he auditioned for Batman for Batman Begins, nope. and he just ended up. Well, nope. he just ended up getting cast as Scarecrow. Too skinny. But I think that he was brought in with the intention of we're going to read you for Bruce Wayne. Oh, speaking yep. of, um, Josh Hartnett was in it, yep. which I was shocked. I was like, that's yeah, Josh? Josh that Hartnett. Josh, wow. bitch. Yeah. I was like, what, what happened? Or Josh, yep. Um, but he had said in an interview a few years ago that he had auditioned for Batman and came close. Mm. And recently, Christopher said in a statement, I think on press for this film, that he was like, oh, it never went that far. Uh, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, interesting. And I know that I think that Josh has also said that they were doing soft reads for the Prestige too, and he seemed to think of I'm more interested in the Prestige than Batman oh, too. Okay. So I love who knows? Prestige. I on Monday afternoon I did a the day we saw Oppenheim. I did I watched the Prestige. I watched Dunkirk, and then we immediately went to Oppenheimer. I watched three Christopher wow. Nolan movies in one day. And you made it out alive. I made it out That's alive. <laughs> and The Prestige still fucking slaps. I it's love great. The mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so much fun. And everybody in that movie is kind of terrible. <laughs> of like, there's not really a hero in that movie. Yeah. That's probably why, I mean, I think that people would have problems with it today is that. The entire movie is just anti-heroes, and they're all just kind of terrible. Yeah. But yeah, great. I remember Holds when, up. I remember when that came out. It came out around the same time as The Illusionist yep. with they Jessica Biel. They, like, they, yeah. they were competing magician movies. I was like, what's going on? But I, I like them both. I said, I'll <laughs> see the one that uh, Edward Norton is not in. They, were, they, were, they both gotten Best Cinematography, too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you say that Oppenheimer is kind of similar? Well, they do kind of paint him as being unjustly kind of prosecuted mm-hmm. for the whole like communism communism is only a red herring uh stuff towards the end but i feel like he's still a little ambiguous in his like i don't think anybody is that either naive or altruistic or just like c- complicated genius Kind of a thing, just like I don't know. I'm just doing it for the science. It's like, all right, girl. They kind of painted him you, as very naive. Like you know, you you know, all your friends are communists. Yeah, you were at their come party. On, come on, with Florence. <laughs> yeah, in the back, and your damn wife. He wasn't. He <laughs> wasn't. Wife. He wasn't just. He wasn't just like Elaine. I mean, so, yeah, well, I'm dating a communist. So uh, Scott, I know that you think sometimes I can come off as a little abrasive, but don't you think when you are in a little tiny room being prosecuted? 
potentially of being a communist when they put me on that stand, would you be glad that I will be, be able to have my wits about me to sit there and say, I haven't been a communist for 15 years. 16, I'm sorry, that was a mistake. 18, actually. <laughs> I mean, that scene was a serve. Yeah, right? she's really fun in that, that scene. That scene was great. I love And I when, feel like I would yeah. kind of go in there. And you, and, you, and, you and Kitty are kind of... I'd be putting on my red Are lipstick. kind of kindred spirits. Yeah. I love the bitch face that she has to the safety guy. Ah. Yeah. At the very end, she does, she does, not, she does not shake that hand. Mm. Her and I are the same at the moment. I'm the same way. I like, am she, don't, and she is me. Don't come at me 20 years later trying to shake my hand after you did all you that. You know what you did. Uh-uh. <laughs> We will not be friends. I will not speak to you. Do not exist. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it was a cra- it's a crazy weekend. I mean, I feel like it's still kind of going on. The amounts of money that these two things have, these two movies have. Oh made. yeah, look up showings for both of these movies, and they're still packed for the rest of the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially that mm-hmm. seventy. The seventy, the seventy millimeter, yeah, yeah. You can't that get just, into that. That's just crazy. How it's just completely sold out for like weeks. Mid August is what I heard, oh uh, <laughs> and it's one of those things that I really wanted to see it, yeah. on film, but I don't know if I can see the movie. I don't again. know if I'm going. Back. I, don't, I don't know if I have yeah, it in me to sit back. through all yeah. three hours of it again. And to see it on true IMAX seventy, yeah. you have to go to City Walk and City. I went to City Walk to see Barbie the second time because I've seen it twice. Mm. And it, you don't want to go there right now. <laughs> it, it's the roughest I've ever seen it. Like, I, I was scared. I was that boy in Mean Girls. It's like, Mom, come get me. I'm scared. Like, it, it was, I mean, it's every man for himself in that I theater. mean, if the internet was... Wait, did, were you in the IMAX theater or just... No, I just went and saw Barbie in, okay. like, Auditorium 7. But there was no ice in the drink machines. Oh, no. Oh, no. Several oh children God. running around unattended martial at eleven thirty at Mar- night. Martial law in the movie theater, oh where the customers have taken over. These Popcorn people, was everywhere. These don't even go in the bathroom. No, don't even go in the bathroom. Don't go to the bathroom. That, you know, for a theater that big, those bathrooms are way too small. So, if the internet was as sophisticated with like social media and stuff, Twitter, Instagram, I mean, back when The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia came out, I mean, the internet would have lost its damn mind at that time i feel like that release date was sort of talked about like people kind of knew well well well, you get a load of that mama mia in the dark night have the same have the same opening day but it really wasn't a thing right yeah like it is now sure i think the biggest takeaway for me is that i know right now somewhere in san diego Tom Cruise is digging his toenails yeah. into his pumps. They gooped. They gooped Mission Impossible. Just like I forgot that it came out. Yeah. I was like, "Well, when I Mission had Impossible this, comes I out, had this conversation it'll make money." With it's like, "Bitch, it's out." I had <laughs> I like, the oh. same Pete. I had the same conversation <laughs> with coworkers that w- just assumed that yeah, it's going to be out in a few weeks. Forgot. Yep, and they forgot that it came out. Oof. But honestly, yep. even though it is Mission Impossible, it's not superhero. It's the, like the seventh one. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason I haven't seen it is franchise I fatigue. Yeah, I haven't seen all of the, the other ones. Same. Yeah. We haven't seen the, the last, last two. And it just came out on Paramount Plus, but I feel like they dropped it too late. The the most recent one, they just put it out. Yeah. On Paramount Plus, I think it's been there for a while. I think they just put out the last one. Okay. They were they were like we noticed that. Uh, the last Transformers movie was put out to no fanfare on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Okay, so to kind of to cap off the Barbie conversation and just sort of 
my conversations at work, especially with straight men, that if you have to have the conversation with guys explaining why Barbie deserves her own movie and they do not get it, like... Well, why the hell are there like, nine Transformers Like, movies? fuck off. And that's what I said. <laughs> of that, well, why does Transformers get all of these movies? And then he was trying to say, well, there's a story built in the Transformers. And I'm like, well, what do you expect girls are doing when playing with Barbies? Yeah. They're making little movies and stories. Yeah. 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 I wasn't or- having it. <laughs> of just kind of hating the Barbie movie because it's a girl's toy, which I have definitely run into guys that have those thoughts and they really want to see the movie but they're scared to yeah yeah <laughs> no absolutely masculinity yeah. is a prison go see the barbie movie yeah <laughs> like it's so silly i think it's just that thing when everything defaults to you you don't understand why yeah any anyone else needs representation yeah it's the whole like well why do you need an entire month of pride why do you need an entire month of black history? Why do you need a Barbie Why you movie? Need Why do you need seven Transformers movies? Yeah. But that's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. like every other goddamn month of the year is white history month. You know what I mean? Every other month of the year is straight pride month. You know, it's this little time that we need this little recognition, but you don't even see it because we, it's defaulted to you. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, so like for like straight men it's it's that it's like well they and that's what the movie is saying yep the movie is saying that the entire our entire society is defaulted to you and so they they can't even fathom why anybody else would need a representation and then when they do they're like well then why isn't there a ken movie Mm -hmm. it's like well that's the fucking point like you're just still refusing to see why it's even needed in the first place well and there's a section in the movie where it almost becomes the ken movie yeah yep there you go and i love the line where ken is talking to a man in the real world and he's like oh so y'all y'all aren't doing patriarchy very well and he's like oh we are (laughs) we are but we're just more (laughs) secretive about it now that's one of my favorite lines yeah yeah and i mean america first big speech love it you know Sew it onto a pillow. I'll buy it. I've heard my sister word for word say that that exact speech. Mm -hmm. You know, several times over in my life. I like. I know women who just like that's just understand that and they live that always. And they just you know. And I've 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 like I said I've heard it from 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 my sisters and from you know bosses and coworkers and all that and so it's like it's to see it in this movie and to see hopefully straight men going because they're interested or their girlfriends drag them to it or whatever and see that and I don't know maybe they'll roll their eyes at it and just be like whatever or maybe it'll you know Greta said recently off. that the day that they filmed that scene mm-hmm. that there were crew members men that were crying yeah. and she was saying like you know we, we're all going through something yeah Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But even with the Barbie movie, if, you know, as a man, I may not be able to relate exactly to what America is saying in that moment. Right. I think that it's so nice to have this film. Yeah. And I was very satisfied with Absolutely. it, the way it looked and everything. Yeah. So, and I think as queer people, we can relate to it yes. because of it. I mean, Barbie's camp. Barbie, yeah. Barbie is kind of yeah queerish <laughs> like especially in the 90s yeah yeah so i think like i was just just the way that margot like promoted the film and everything i think 
I was very satisfied. Like, I think we got what we needed from it. Totally. Even if I didn't think the movie was, like, perfect, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. Oh, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if they just had My Size Barbie. Oh, and there were no um, severed head, like, Barbie makeup, makeup and hair, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was just sure. the bust of Barbie. Oh, yeah, the bust Barbie. <laughs> they just have him on a, on a rack just, like, talking. I oh, would have liked to have seen Midge, pregnant Midge, Emerald Fennel kind of be accepted a little with more. the weird Barbies. Yeah, that was a little weird that he was like, ah, Midge. Like, <laughs> I thought we'd just continue. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I thought that was weird. But one thing I forgot to mention, the scene where the little girl is playing with weird Barbie and she mm-hmm. cuts her hair, that's Gloria. That's America Ferreira's character. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Someone paused it and her name is in the background. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. It wasn't her watching. So it was always know. her. That was always her Barbie land. Okay. Like, those are her Barbies or okay. something like that. Okay. It's how I took that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is Olive okay? Here's kind of something that is a little unresolved in the movie is when the Kens take over, they cut to Mattel shipping items. Like yeah. the Ken playset has like materialized. The Mojo Dojo. I think that's a little kind of unresolved. Yeah, yeah that, they, they needed some edits. Yeah, I think they were rushing last minute. Maybe or maybe just completely cut it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Just take that out <laughs> because I, I agree with. There's what already you're a lot going on in this yeah. movie. It's like whatever's happening in the real world is affecting Barbie Land, but then Barbie Land can now affect the real world. And I'm like, and okay, every right. Barbie yeah. kind has its surrogate Barbie that is being played with, and for Margot Robbie, it was America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. And I was like, okay, so. First, I thought it was Lego Movie. Then I was like, okay, so it's Toy Story 2, 3, 2? No. And, and Matrix. It was Matrix all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then Memento. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I mean, <laughs> I love, but I did love, I did love Weird Barbie. I loved Kate McKinnon. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, the pump versus the, the Birkenstock was cute. Um, and I love that they, at first, they mentioned when they were kind of, I think it might have been Helen Mirren describing Weird Barbie. And they mentioned her always being in the splits. Because a lot of times when you just throw your Barbies, you just end up in the splits. And we didn't see her in the She did it once. But then finally when they went back afterwards, she was fully like in a split up against the wall. I was like, okay. Yeah. I like this. This is great. Where were the other weird Barbies? It was... it was uh, The one with the, the TV in her back. The one with the TV in the back. The one that could grow boobs. Yeah, skip her. Boobs. Uh, she had a... One of, the, the one with the TV in her back had a, had a camera in her chest. And then you could watch what was going on back there. And then I think it was gr- was a grown up skipper. Yeah. So you move you move her arms. Uh, her arms and she gets taller and her boobs expand. And then there was other. <laughs> was it Stacy? There was who one are the other ones? More. Who are the other two? There was one or two more, but I can't it was um, Earring Ken, Magic Earring. Yeah, Ken Magic Earring Ken and Sugar Daddy. Sugar Daddy. There were Ken. there were two he's, other Barbies. He's I Sugar's can't remember. Daddy. I think one was kind of like a grown up um, teen Barbie. Well, one of them was the one that they had to deprogram because she was. Still wanting right, to right. hang out with the kids, and they had like kidnapped her. Oh, sure, that is. Uh, she is from Love Simon. She is Nobel Prize winning yeah. Barbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it's it's not a perfect movie, but uh, uh, for all of the, not I'm not going to say hype, but for all of the build up for you know. 
um, once we got wind that it was actually being made and then, you know, who was being attached to it and everything. I think it was really well done. And when you do watch Greta especially talk about all of her influences. A lot of her classic Hollywood influences, yeah. I think, are really cool. The she red talks, shoes. Yeah. She talks Love about it. the red shoes. Um, what is that Catherine Deneuve movie that is from France? Uh, Umbrellas. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to say the last she word. She talks a lot <laughs> yeah. about sort of the color palette scheme of that movie. Singing in the Rain. She said was kind of a big influence, kind of the the bugs the the Busby the Bubs Busby Berkeley Busby Berkeley movies of the of the twenties. I mean, that's very kind of the the big musical scene. Yeah, and I think like there was so much work to be done with the set, and she handled that so well that sometimes. I think that's why the script was a little flimsy sure. at times. Yeah. Because it's like she, she had so much focus on the world of Barbie. Yeah. That I think that it's hard to do it all. Yeah. And just seeing like the the casting to, and the costumes and the physical production of the sets and just like having Dua Lipa there. And like, I mean, we've been talking about it all summer. Like... That song. I love that song. And it's we got to hear the good. whole song. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. You that got to hear the whole so thing. so much fun. It's woven into the score yes. of the movie. Mm-hmm. They use it like constantly. And the choreography. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's just like, it's just fun. Seeing them film when they're going to the real world, all of the sets, it's all in camera. It looks like it looks like Amelia's movie. Oh, when they're doing all the it's like, all in camera and it's yeah. so fucking cute of the tandem all, bicycle all the footage that I've seen yeah. of them filming it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really, <laughs> I liked at the very beginning when they showed astronaut Barbie. It's like the '80s astronaut Barbie with the peplum. Yeah, and it's like the purple shiny purple suit and the little peplum and everything. <laughs> but when they went to when they're on the rocket ship going to the real world, it's a different. It's a different suit. One last question, and then we'll yes. kind of wrap stuff up. Yes. What was your favorite Barbie look? That Margot, we'll we'll say specifically Margot that she wore. I'll go first, okay. cowgirl. I think it's well. adorable. <laughs> I love that scene where they go into the store on the boardwalk, yeah, and then they uh, they run buy outfits, and then they buy outfits, and then they run away because they have no money. I love what both <laughs> Barbie and Ken are wearing. Now I think we, it's so cute. We know that boardwalk. Can we get those outfits? <laughs> because I know. Ne- I'm like, what store is this? <laughs> I really, I really want that doll that they made, but I think it's really hard to find now. Yeah, it is. And that's the best one of all of the the movie Barbies. That's the best one. Yeah, that yeah. they've done. That's also my favorite outfit. It was a little confusing to me though because it looks like a Barbie outfit. So I'm like, and yeah, Beach? and like, then it turned out not Santa to be Monica? actually Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I will say though, with the Barbies, that's my favorite look. But the dolls they made, the zipper or the um, the tie is printed, and that kind of made me sad. Sure. Oh, okay. But the one where she's in the dress with the hat and she's driving, yeah, yeah, that none of that is printed, and it's actually a. I was fabric gonna say, isn't that hat. Chanel? Cute. Like it's a fabric hat on the doll. Yeah. Oh, okay. So well done. Oh, I, I like saw that. today. That is Anne Roth that she smiles at on the bus stop. Oscar-winning costume <laughs> designer Anne Roth. I was, I was like, I, I didn't know what to say. I texted Pete. Not Barbara Handler, Ruth's daughter. No, it is not her. That's everybody what, thought that's it what was. Everybody's speculating. Yeah. But that is like, yeah, icon, like industry icon Anne Roth. Yeah, work. I was gagged. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I know. 
Like, it was, I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess we were expecting her to be like, thank you. But she's like, I know. I, but I know a lot of old broads that say that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, my I grandma would it. say that. If yeah. you say, like, you look so cute today, Nana, she'd be like, I know. I think it's that idea of, like, once once you get to a certain point, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you, you have just know no it. fucks left to You have the confidence. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yes. <laughs> Thanks. Pete, what's your favorite look? Uh, I really liked the very, very beginning. It's a little plaid number with the little... Um, Little skirt when mm-hmm. she goes down from her house into the car for the first time. Mm-hmm. I just like that dress. It's Did cute. the movie need to be narrated by Helen Mirren? No, but I'm glad it's <laughs> when she said, um, "Note to filmmakers: This is <laughs> Margot Robbie is oh, the yeah. person yeah. to cast to get this point across." <laughs> I love that. Part. Margot yeah, Robbie that at cute. the end that of that cute. movie is giving a performance. Right? She is. She yeah, is, she is yeah. acting. She said Babylon who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what's kind of funny is that, like, I feel like Barbie is better than both of her Oscar nominations. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, honestly, and not just because she's skinny, blonde, and white <laughs> for stereotypical Barbie, but, like, she, it felt like Barbie. Like, when she was dancing right. to Dua Lipa's song yeah. at the disco, I was like, that's Barbie in human form. Yeah. Like, it was really cute. And they didn't do the, like, stiff arm like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so easy to be like I'm Barbie and my arm doesn't move at the elbow. It's like right. let Britney on. on Saturday Night Live. Yes, <laughs> yes. And the leg just like which was Oscar, also Oscar winning performance. <laughs> no, that is a really funny sketch. <laughs> but it's like you know what I mean? It's like okay, that's when we're doing my picture. But it's like they didn't have to go to those lengths. They're just like okay. I think they did something really interesting. I don't know if it was just the proportion of the car, but anytime they showed the car, kind of. Further in the frame, they look like little dolls. In I it. agree. Yeah, I thought that. Too. Was I was like, "How do they look like little dolls?" What? Maybe they were just mm-hmm. because. And how far the away. car crashed? It was like a. Yeah. It was like a child playing just with like a car. Spin, you you pick and it up spinning and spin it, it and, and then you down. and then you put it down. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Great. All these little, just little things that you would think of. That okay, I'm going to say something. Now. I know right, that it is. Go. Probably not going to be the case. I hope this movie never gets a sequel. <laughs> I yeah. I don't think it needs one. No, it doesn't. They're already talking about it, and I saw in an interview. Margo was like, "Let's get this one out first. Let's yeah. see we what didn't happens." See, we didn't see Barbie and the Rockers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I can't see her saying yes to one. Right. But I was shocked she said yes to a Harley Quinn film by itself. So who knows? Okay. Because I think that she low key pitched the Harley Quinn movie too, which is shocking to me mm-hmm. because Suicide Squad didn't do really well, and so I was like, I I just don't think she'll. Visit oh no, the again. first Suicide yeah. Squad yeah. made bank. Like oh, the did first it? one? Oh yeah, but the crit- it made a it lot made of money. Money, but it was critically panned. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So I just I just know that it was like rough, and then yeah. when they redid it, I felt like it was like a redo. Yeah, it but really was. It that's yeah. the one that that's the one that made that didn't make anything. That didn't make anything. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I liked Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie. I think it's fun. I saw it in theaters, and when they did the scalping, I almost walked out. Yeah, because I was like, that part was. A I lot. did. I thought this was going to be girly and fun, <laughs> and now I'm about to throw up. <laughs> it was like when we went to Mafia Mama with you. Uh, no, oh my gosh, Mafia yeah. Mama, aka Hereditary Two. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. You're right. That was that was a lot, but I did, but I do but I did like Birds of Prey. All right. Really We're going on a long episode. We, should, we, we, we better wrap, wrap things up. up. Justin, thank you yes. so much for coming thank on the you show. Thank so much for Absolutely. having me and let me bring my Barbies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a fun it was a fun Barbie. Yes. Barbie night. Yes, we got indeed. a little show and tell. Yes. We got some Oppenheimer in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, we definitely love to have you again. 
for something uh, in the future. But until then, we'll say goodnight. We'll wrap it up. See you later, man. Bye. Bye. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. This was a long one. This was a long one. But it was worth it. It's a very special episode. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, listeners, if you ever want us to talk about a movie that is recently out, or you feel like it's important, yeah, let, let us, us know. know. This was kind of fun, like, yeah. going to see a movie and then recording an episode for it. Yeah. I mean, we're always going to see movies anyway. So, you know, we'd be more than happy to, to do this again in the future. But this was a lot of fun. And, um... Great guest. But I think right now it is time. Patreon shout outs. Let's hear them. So, my goodness, patrons, you guys are tearing it up. We just wrapped up our uh, Drag Race All Stars Season 8. You were getting one a week Root for caps. like almost yeah. 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, lot of special content in there. So, uh, we'd love to say a great big hey, hey, hello, thank you to all of our patrons, including. Daisy, Jason, Patrick, Kelly, Chrissy, Stephen, Jake, Desiree, Adam, Chris, Laura, Thomas, Brenna, Jessa, Rabbit, Lawrence, Lisa, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, Millie, Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Susan, JJ, Amy, Muffy, Jamie, DS, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emily, Aaron, Jessica, John, Nick and Shannon, Christine and Rufino, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being patrons. Like we said, go check out our uh, All Stars, uh, Drag Race All Stars commentary or uh, Rue Caps. And then we're going to be doing more TV stuff yes, soon. Indeed. Yes, indeed. We did some reviews of uh, that great TV show. It's our favorite TV show. And so we're going to find some more TV shows that we like. I think we're just going to pick an episode yeah, of, of a TV show and just shows. talk about it. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to have any. No kind of big format of what we're choosing. I think yeah. we're just going to pick something. Yeah, we're going to just yep. pick our favorite shows and pick some classic episodes. 90210, My So-Called Life, stuff like that. Yeah. And um, it's going to be lots of fun. And there's also over 30 Watch With Us commentary tracks. We pick a great movie. We record a commentary as we're watching it, and we give you instructions on how to sync it up with the movie. There's going to be a new one out very, very soon. Yes, indeed. So check that out over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash movies uh, we'd also love it if you'd rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us five stars. Write us some kind words. We would love to see them. Yes, indeed. And, and read them. And Yes, actually. And, um, you know, if you want to subscribe on whatever uh, podcast platform you listen on, that would also be great and helpful to us to get the word out for the podcast to, to spread and for more people to listen. Uh, we're on all the socials. We are at Movies That Made Us Gay on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter at MTMUG Pods and follow us on threads. Yes, indeed. Uh, you can follow our personals. I'm at Peter Lasagna on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Scott Youngballer <laughs> on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. We're- I just noticed today mm-hmm. on Letterbox mm-hmm. you can change the icon for Letterbox and it is a Barbie theme. <laughs> Cute. version of the logo. Did you notice on Google if you if you Google I did Greta when or Margot? I was or Barbie. Googling Greta Gerwig today yep. and I saw it. Mm-hmm. And it turns the page pink. I and saw sparkly. that. Very cute. Well, listeners, thank you so much once again.